All right. This is John Seth, and we are with Sean a.k.a. And King David. Dante. All right. And you know what? We got a we got a we got a <gasps> fourth person. I was going to say third, but I'm I, I I am I am more than two thirds of a person now. Thank thank God. Or is it one third? What was it like? More two, than two thirds. Two thirds compromise. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Two thirds. As a black man, yeah. we have Jason Siebert, who is our lawyer. Oh my God! You've already mispronounced my name. Jason. Jason Schilbert. Yeah. It's Seibert, for fuck's sake. I mean, Seibert. how hard is it? I just figured you're a man of the sea, so you're Seibert. No, no. Have, have you ever had a, a, a steen of beer? A steam of beer? Stein. 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 Yeah, a, oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, Jason, sometimes... Have, have, have you ever had Heen's ketchup? I've never had Heen's ketchup. Are you German? So are you German? It's, it's Jason. I, I am German. That explains German, it, because you, 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 you have a nice blonde hair, just like uh, Goodarian. And, and the blue eyes. Bird. Don't forget the blue eyes. That's right. You would yeah. not have been killed in the Holocaust. Uh, congratulations. You survived. Um, only decades later. It's the, <laughs> the only way I got out of it. <laughs> I wasn't born during it. Okay, Sean, however. Uh, Sean's Sean's Fuck. a black-haired Jewish man. I would not um, have made it up. You know, you would not yeah. have. And you're not very smart. You wouldn't have known where to hide. Well, yeah. So give, give a, like, uh, this, to this show is starting out with a little discussion about Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Sean, you've been playing on the Ethereum blockchain, and uh, so I figure, like, uh, why don't you why don't you start us off and let's uh, let's do our thing? Well, alrighty. Uh, so I'm, we'll start with Ethereum, and uh, the th- reason is because there's a lot of shit going on, a lot of ICOs <laughs> going on, and they're all happening on Ethereum. And because of it, we're 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 uh, we're, we're seeing how Ethereum it's is still able to handle season. all of this stuff. Yeah, this is never going to end, season. is it? I have no idea. There's so fucking many. We'll talk about this later. But like, oh there's God. a lot going on. But uh, there, I, I kind of you know spent some time uh, on Ethereum subreddit and ETH Trader. There's two. Oh, you really like you really went up the butthole of crypto. I, I'm really going up the butthole, butthole here. <laughs> uh, I never thought I would have to uh, read any of this shit, but I am. Um, and it kind of just goes into like what exactly is going on uh, with like the state of Ethereum and how these ICOs are like affecting it, right? Do you think that like the, the financiers who like look at Bitcoin are like, I never thought I'd have to read this shit. I can't believe I'm having to like interface with these libertarian idiots. And it, like that's your <laughs> feeling, like Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah, like they, they write an article like trying to like discuss something, and they get all like these weird comments about like liberty and shit. They're right. Just like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Liberty, liberty, liberty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, or, or you know, like some of the, some of the folks that comment on my content on Ethereum or other ICOs, that um, they basically just say that you must be a fucking moron or a tool if you don't understand the technology. Why even talk about it? Right? I mean, that's that that's the status claim, right? You just don't get it, man. So if you don't get it, just why even write about? Well, it? I mean, then you ask them a simple that, question, and it's pretty clear that they also don't get it. So, like, I, I don't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, they're meth heads, right? Well, that's that's what ETH stands for. I, I will say, I, I, I am I am I am happy to say that it appears to me that uh, the Ethereum network is now uh, available for trading. Poloniex and others have uh, undisabled oh, their they withdrawals. Have, yeah. Um. They they seem to have temporarily disabled, however, their withdrawals for some of the more popular coins like Einsteinium. Oh. <laughs> So, uh, so you're not going to be able to have access right, to Right, you're not going to be able to trade your Einsteinium. Well, how can, um, I, how can I pump it and, and, and pamp it like, if I, <laughs> I, I can't know. trade it? I'm like, what the fuck is fuck. Einsteinium? What's, what's funny is that over the years, these uh-huh. coins have, like, gone in and they've gone out. And, like, how many of them have you actually had any commerce with? None. Right. Like, like, well, like, of course not. But they're all just traded. Like, there's, And there's so many. And, and there's not... There's 
trading. I mean, they're just they're just trading. What's up with the dog? Well, it's the, the, dog, the, what, it's the dog. The dog is the dog. It does what it does. All right. It's actually Dante's just. I'm hungry. just wondering. It's yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> it's actually Dante gets hungry and then he you know D- Dante just, just barks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dante actually opened it like he uh, he looks out and there's like we have uh, we have around the studio uh, these ducks. He looks out and he actually barks at them as they come by. He's yeah. just making fun of my Tourette's, you know, uh, my Tourette's <laughs> You know while you while you were talking about Dante uh, doing his dog impression, I just jumped on to Poloniex to see if they actually did open trading or not. And they're still showing that Ethereum trading deposits and withdrawals are disabled. So it's still it's still there. Okay, so so I actually haven't checked yeah. it in the last few days, but that's that's interesting that it's still disabled. Um, so yeah, they're they're, they're still having problems. Think, and what I yeah, well, what I was gonna kind of just bring up is because as I'm trying to learn a little bit about like why this is the way it is, whether it's interesting or not, I don't really know. Um, but the position that they seem to be in is that way before this ICO season, um, there used to exist this attack where you could execute very slow executing smart contracts on Ethereum that would basically like um, like use up all the gas and it would essentially like prevent um, prevent anything from from coming in. So what they did as a fix is they like encouraged or got like they, they basically like imposed a gas limit so that that the, it would basically like reduce the amount that like you could potentially put into right. the a block like right. how much gas in a block and like that attack would go away. Okay, great. But what it did it was it created the situation <laughs> where people are sending like they're they're manually increasing their gas and it's the, eating a lot of beans. Eating a lot of beans. And uh, they're they're you know during the ICOs all the, all there's so much traffic going on that. The gas is limited and like nothing happens. Like right. nothing's being executed. So like that's why you can't mm-hmm. use their blockchain. That's why you can't use the blockchain. Yeah. But some of the solutions include kind of going back to something like that they had before, where they're going to have that like same issue. And and obviously so, like Vitalik's like, but we got it solved. Well, he, yeah. we got it solved. We got it solved. He, he got it solved. Yeah. Well, like he admitted to some criticisms of of, of Ethereum. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I think. He, but his whole thing is, you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna like figure it out and they're gonna be okay and they have it solved. Of course, you know, because they always have See, a solution it, to to all these problems. If I may, I just want to say it's that kind of investigation and clear-headed analysis that makes Sean one of like I hate to say it, one of the most successful. ICO hedge fund <laughs> managers on the market. Well, he really is. I mean, Sean, do you want to talk about your sick gains? Because I, mean, I feel like I feel Jesus. like those need to be discussed. <laughs> well, so I have some stuff about the ICOs uh, later, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, sick gains. There's these ICOs. They, uh, you know, we're getting in. We're, we're dumping. You know, like uh, the price is going up, and some of them were, you know, it's uh, that you can. Sell them for for higher values. Right. Like, there's a lot of gains we made here. Are, are we are we making are we like we have we have sick gains though on those right? Oh yeah. Um. I, I get sick gains in the gym. I get sick gains. <laughs> on the, uh, I get sick gains yeah. everywhere. Those <laughs> like sick gains in pumps, bro. I, have, I get gains at the gym. I get gains at home. I get gains everywhere. Everywhere, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't I don't mean to be offensive here, but the 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 first time that I met you, Sean, at TNABC in Miami, uh, I just thought you were nothing more than like artificial male pecs right <laughs> and uh and a ripped shirt but you're you're actually showing some some real intellect and analysis here so bravo well, well, well I, I wouldn't go so far as to i say don't know if any I, yeah, like there yeah. i uh I, I just learned how to read recently so i, I read some <laughs> of this stuff and uh and uh yeah, i'm just kind of making up of it when i sean's can a, sean's a village idiot yeah 
But the fact is, I'm I'm stupid. I and I make sick gains on the shit. So you can you can too. Did you you read that book Disrupted recently? Which I which did. I was, I was actually laughing because like, was the, like that was the second book I read in five years. Right. Sean, Sean's actually taken up to reading a lot, Jason, which is really funny. He's been like uh, he's he's been I, I don't know what do you, what do you call it? like uh, reading reading the farts of my. Readings. I, your 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 fart readings are interesting. I, I, I like to smell yeah. them, and I, li- I like the smell of them. Thank like, you. You, you put them right up your mouth. Farts, I like yeah. the smell of yours. Thank you. I, and, and I like I, the smell of yours. I like to just take them in and and uh, just sniff them. Yeah, yeah. I smell. I, I did the one of yours. You had that hedge fund book that you recommended to me, which you read. Oh yeah. Which excellent, really. More money than God. Yeah. More money. Yeah, that was it. It was a very good book. But like, mm-hmm. uh, disrupted was great. Um, and that reminds me, like all, all of this like fervor that he's discussing around like the Silicon Valley shit. It absolutely mm. reminds me of like the same bullshit that we're like watching with these ICOs. The same mentality, the same stupidity, the same inefficiencies. Everything about it, just absolutely everything that he describes. And those the, the kids that are working at these companies are the same kids I think that are like investing in this shit. It's incredible to me. I think so too. Yeah, um, because I, I come across I tech work people, at a Silicon like Valley company and I'm underpaid. Into this shit because and I'm gonna put my tra- money into yeah. an ICO, and they're the ones that are throwing it at it, right? But but it's it's like that, but pumped up, like it's like like shot up with roids, and it's just like because you have like a lot of these ICOs, ICO. coming out yeah. constantly that are a range of, of shit, like like there's a, there's a range and spectrum of shit, and there's ones that are like shittier than others, I guess, and like. It's just a matter of what, uh, like, there's just, there's, there's, it's just happening so much. It's happening more than you think it is. I, I don't know that it Maybe. is happening more than I think it is. <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm watching with you. Um, What's funny is that, like, I don't think a lot of people know where they can get this information. Oh, so you can get this information. There's a few sites. Do, that do you want to tell them the source of, like, well, your, your, I'm like, gonna, or, I'm a, I'm a, Well, I'm not, because I can, the one site that I do is, I remember the name of it, uh, <laughs> So like I'm not even gonna like bring it up. You don't remember? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> well, it's just like, in my bookmarks. Well, it's like it's like this. Yeah, it's like you know Google Google handles it for you. Google.com. They do it. Um, it's like ICO countdown. It's, it's really easy. Just go to Google.com and type in ICO. Yeah, and uh, just yeah, see what pops up. But uh, you know, there's a bunch of sites popping up, like you know, giving you the dates and stuff of when this stuff is happening, and like you can just fill up your whole calendar with like. J- Jason, can you comment stuff? on this? I, I've been thinking a lot about like the efficiencies of ICO, and I I, I think I've. <laughs> Like uh, honestly, I think the only efficiency here is is that these aren't fiduciaries, and that's not an efficiency. I think the entirety um, of who, this who's 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 not a fiduciary. The, the people that are issuing the tokens don't think they're fiduciaries, and the people that are oh. buying them want to think that they are. So that no the, the, no no you don't that's think not so? true. No look. No let, no, let let me just let me just stop you there so that we go forward under the same Jason, rule set. Jason, as a fiduciary, um, please explain to us uh, what's going on here. Well, one, I'm I'm not a fiduciary, and I'm not sure. <laughs> but two, um, the, uh, the 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 reality is uh, the the ICO crypto mentality, and and this really goes to the psychology of it. And as a you know, I used to have the same psychology, uh, you know. Pathology I'll raise or my hand and I'll, and I'll say that I was psychological thinking, right? Is that, you know, when I was in the military and I was trained to, to work on uh, data platforms and maintain mainframes and speak all the languages that I did in computer programming, everything turns into a one or a zero. Everything's solved with a one or a zero. And, it, and if, if you type in the magic code and it works, then that's the code that works. And, and 
the what I've seen here in the strategies, or at least the game theory being employed in the ICO world, is that uh, these kids think that they can type in the magic words into their white paper. It's not even a proper prospectus. Their white paper, this is not a security. Uh, and they think that by typing that language that somehow magically the court will go, well, fuck, well, okay. God damn it. They right. typed it's not a security, no, no, okay, okay. so it's not. Oh, my God. So, so, I, right? I, so, so I agree, Jason. I agree, but this, and, this, is, and, this is my point, yeah. is that the people issuing these are issuing them under right. the auspices that they are not a fiduciary. And the right, people right, right, buying right. them, so that's what I'm getting. and the people that are buying them are buying them under the auspices that they are a fiduciary. No, no, no. They're, you don't think the, so. The, the second, the second part of that statement, I disagree with. The first part, I agree with because they believe they've typed in the magic language to relieve themselves of their fiduciary duty, even though the court would disagree. Now, the second part of that, that the people are buying them thinking that they're or fiduciaries. No, that's wrong. The people who are buying them, they don't give a rat's ass who the fiduciary is. All they're waiting for is for it to hit an exchange, pump at least 10 or 20 times, and then they're going to dump it. They don't care who's running it. They don't care if the product even goes to market. They don't need, you know, these folks don't. I, I think that's true of some of them, but shits I. shits if it ever works or not. But all they want. There are people who are they, holding they these They want long. the big sick games. Well, yeah, we all the only reason they're games. holding them long is because they're going to think they're going to do the Ethereum deal of going from. You know, from fifty cents to two hundred dollars. Sean, do you ever hold right? it long? That's the only reason to hold long. I do because they're not long. holding it in the belief that Ethereum is the perfect platform well, to launch smart contracts. If they are, it. I got words for you, right? The DAO, yeah, that was perfect platform for for that. And then the and then you can't even <laughs> launch an ICO correctly without the whole network failing. Come on, Ethereum is not a good platform for anything at this point other than people Making speculating lasagna. on the market. Yeah, that, that may be right? true. That, I mean that's that's absolutely true. But you like know? but 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 I disagree. I think that while there are a lot of people that want these want to dump these things, I hear a lot of people telling me they are holding them long because they believe in the viability and the success of the project. That that definitely exists. There's can you that... can you define what a lot means to you? At because least, hearing that from least, one person in the bathroom a lot of I have heard at least six people say that. Okay, that's not a lot. Maybe seven. There's there's a lot of <laughs> conversations on Telegram where they're talking about these projects, yeah. and a lot of them are into. I, I agree. I, I yeah. think that a lot of people actually are holding these long and think that what's going on here is that these are stocks. In fact, I talked to a prominent uh, writer in the space this week who who talked about how like uh, uh, these may, uh, you know, represent some sort of efficiency. Um, you know, in the future that like is like a stock that like resembles something like a fiduciary obligation by these token holders. And in fact, when, if you listen to the Polybius interview, that's one of the things he says is like, well, there are no regulations now, but maybe the next time if this if this one fails, maybe in the future um, there will be better regulations and, and they will well, actually be fiduciaries. Well, just just so we're clear. They are fiduciaries. We, we, I, I think on this show we all agree. Mm-hmm. Sean doesn't know what a fiduciary right. I mean, is. I, I don't know how to spell it. I'm not really sure what it is. But, uh, but he agrees. But like, so what, what exactly is a fiduciary? Though? That's like, a good question, actually, Jason. As our lawyer, will you please explain uh, that? <laughs> oh God damn it! All right, so um, uh, let, let me see if I can explain this so so Sean's man boobs can understand. Sean um, doesn't have man. My, we call know, them pecs. They're pecs. Yeah, I have man boobs. I can move them around. I've Sean, uh, I just I have a simple question for you. Yes. Implants or not? No, Implants no, or all, not? All natural, all natural, baby. But, but completely aesthetic. Wow. Very aesthetic. Not <laughs> less functional. More, 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 
trash. <laughs> no, no, honest, honestly, right. he, like Sean can't even lift a taco. He like he he pretends not to eat tacos because like he says they're gonna make him unhealthy. The truth is he can't lift them. He has no muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the 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 easiest way to explain fiduciary, the the most basic definition of fiduciary, is is, is a trustee. Okay, you you give someone something of value and you trust them that they're going to hold it and that they owe you a duty, they owe you of, a duty. of respecting and and being responsible for your property. So when, when someone has a fiduciary duty to you, that means that they owe or they are a trustee to you for your property. So uh, when I buy a security from someone, right, I'm giving them my money and they're supposed to do with my money what they said they were going to do because I'm trusting them to do what they said they're going to do. They have can, a fiduciary you, duty. Jason, for can you put this in sex terms? Sean's having trouble. I can watch this. So like when you, uh, well, let me put it, let me put yeah. it in, in, in business transaction terms. Okay. So, so let's say Sean, you're, you're going to buy something from uh, Dante, but you don't trust him. Sex. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so what you do is you then, you know, you contact a third party, Junseth to say, all right, listen, I'm going to buy this, you know, whatever it is from Dante, and Pepe cash. And, but I don't trust uh, Dante and Dante doesn't trust me. Right. So I want you to hold, I want you to hold the money for me and pay Dante when he delivers it. At that point in time, if Junseth agrees to do that, he now has a fiduciary duty to you to make sure that he that- handles your money in your best interest and actually does what he right. says he's going to do so, with so, it. So, so, so uh, that, that, that an escrow agent can be a fiduciary, right? So now if you buy uh, one of these stocks from someone, right, or, or you buy one of these tokens from someone and they say, yeah, you know, give us your money and we're going to develop this great software that doesn't exist and it's really just vaporware. And in fact, all we're going to do is do hookers and blow, but we're not going to tell you that. It's kind of what we do in the uh, funds on this show. Right. So what what we're going to do is develop the software and release it. Right. So by saying that, give us your money. And with that money, we're going to develop software. You're saying, okay, here's my money. And, and now they owe you a fiduciary duty to, to, to do what they said they were going to do and deliver to you what they said they were going to deliver. They're acting on your behalf in your best interest. In a business context, Jason, just tell me if I'm right or wrong here. In a business context, basically, you have a fiduciary duty to your partners to return the most money that you possibly can, uh, given the risk profile that you've outlaid. I, I don't I don't know if that's correct. I think you owe a fiduciary duty to operate the business in the best interests of the business. So what that means Isn't is that you the same could statement? pass up on a short term. No, it's not because uh, you could pass up a short term gain in favor of long term lower gains that equal more uh, over time. So if I passed up um, selling the company for. Um, you know, a million dollars, some would say you had a duty to sell that company because it could have made me a million dollars today. And my answer to that would be, no, 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 no. I didn't sell it because I can make you a million dollars every year for the next six years. And so I didn't do that. And so it, right. it, fiduciary duties aren't necessarily about making the most money right now. Well, fiduciary I, I, duty is about making the best decision right. in the interests of the business and and of the investor. Does that make sense? Gr- granted, granted. So, like, but but the yeah. idea being that essentially there's a risk profile for the business, and someone is evaluating the risks that are presented um, in a way that like benefits uh, the, the the shareholders. 
Really, really, at the end of the day, it, it's about oh. making the decision not right. with your own interests in mind, but with the people you owe a duty to in right. mind. And, That's what a fiduciary right. does. And so, yeah. in this in this case, the, the the token holders you would you would think would be like shareholders of some sort, but we don't even know what they're they're, well, they they're holding shares are. in. Mm-hmm. Well, th- right. that's presuming that's presuming Jason that they're actually buying shares. They don't hold any equity here. So, like, what what makes this different than a crowd sale T-shirt? Um, so, just because they're tokenized T-shirts, is that like no? Now that because tokenized? because crowd sale T-shirts don't develop a secondary market, and there aren't promises of being listed on exchanges later for for sick gains. Tell that to right? eBay. Oh, also, also, just. Just on a note, if you look at the Tezos uh, ICO, uh, bonus packages are not paid to founders over time in in promotional T-shirts, but they're paying bonuses to their founders in tokens. And so if, if you want to know whether or not that token is actually really in, uh, just some worthless asset, a, a thank you for your donation, right, like the NPR cup for donating, uh, it's right. not. I mean, they're turning it into a compensation type value. And so when you look at the activities of the, these ICOs, they say, oh, no, the token's worth nothing. It, it's meaningless. But then they issue tokens to themselves and they use it as compensation. Uh, you know, it's like, really, come on. But at the end of the day, are we just speculating that these people are going to be held to a standard of being fiduciaries versus like the, what the, how the regulations actually enforces it determines whether they're fiduciaries or look not? Look at Sean. Spends an hour in the gym, comes out with some brains. <laughs> uh, it, it, come on. Listen, um, if we get in the psychology of the typical ICO investor, they don't give a shit, right? They do not give a shit. All they want to do is make their money. That's right. it. But, but what I'm saying is like the fidu- like to call somebody a fiduciary and say that they have a fiduciary obligation to these token holders means that a court like basically listen, declares listen, and enforces listen. that they are. Sean's asking if they're going to enforce. Yeah. Like what, what will hold, be the end <laughs> Let, let me let me let me ask you to do something here. Uh, be, before we go on to the court's analysis, just jump into any Slack channel of any ICO right yeah. now and ask any one of those yeah. folks if they can even define fiduciary without typing it in Google. We got, no one knows how to spell that word. Exactly <laughs> right. So <laughs> so uh, you know here here's here's how the court looks at it. Right, um, regardless of whether or not you have a right or regardless of whether you know you are entitled to protection under the law, the law will still protect you. That's why we have consumer protection laws. That's why we have blue sky laws. Uh, do, do you know what blue sky laws are? They're, lo- they're uh, laws, they laws that keep the sky blue. It's obligated to be blue. <laughs> the sky has a fiduciary right, so, obligation to blueness. <laughs> So, so uh, long before there was, was federal law and the Howey test on on what a security was, you actually had, um, you know, multiple states, forty-eight states, right? Because this was before Alaska and Hawaii. You had forty-eight states declare uh, their skies had to be blue. No, that created their own regulatory uh, framework and kind of worked together to create their own regulatory framework on how to make sure that snake oil salesmen, the ERC and twenty bonds and token. Fake, gold certificates yeah right well that that would have been like a gold (laughs) certificate the big scam back in the day was hey you know we're going to sell you certificates in a gold mine we're not even going to sell you the gold we're going to sell you certificates in a gold mining operation you you know that's still that's still a major scam right that's what the backstreet boys uh, producer did oh really yeah Yeah. it's a it's a huge scam so um state regulatory law state regulatory law developed and 
and and what they called the state law they called it blue sky law and and it comes from like old colloquial terms or old vernacular you know the parlance of their times where where the promises weren't the fat stacks or fat gains right Instead, the the promise was, you know, we we promise you everything from the ground below to the sky above, it's like and Simba. all the blue sky, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. All, all the promises in the world. All right? this thing's going to go. See. Do you see this grass? Yeah. <laughs> all of this will be yours someday. And, and that actually that actually came from a court case, you know, claiming that you know the these promises were so wild they included all the earth right. and all the blue sky above, and so it, it got coined blue sky law, uh, which involved, you know. Uh, regulation against securities fraud and and fraudulent claims, snake oil, basically. Right. And so, uh, when when people talk about securities law, there's the federal law, and then there's blue sky law, and they develop the same. And and a lot of folks, you know, they forget when they're operating. A lot. I know the ICO folks and people that are advising ICOs. They don't give two shits about the state law that's involved in this. But you really need to look at the state law that's involved in this, because when you ICO throughout the United States, all of a sudden you've got 50 different jurisdictions where the fraudulent sale of security is a minimum of a class C felony, which is one year in prison. And that's per sale. So, you know, there's Whoa. 200 million that Tezos just sold, right? And they sold it all over the United States well, they sold to it, every they, person they sold it to. They sold it all to one guy. Yeah, to one guy. Well, that guy will, you know, selling it to that one guy is only one year in jail. Okay, okay, but Sean, if they Sean, sold it to, let's two, say they sold it to 20 guys, yeah. that's 20 years in jail per state, Sean, right? Sean, so, $100 yeah. million dollars or you're in prison? Or $100 million and you're in prison or your current salary is a camboy? $100 million. And you're in prison? prison yeah. yeah, you get buff-fucked anyways. It doesn't matter. So like, Well, but it's also it's also, it's also also a white-collar prison. Which well, that's a good point. You're going yeah. to have some good networking. It's going to be low security. You'll get plenty of time to work out and read. And uh, you yeah. hang out there, and then and then when you get out, you'll you know. All right, so yeah, I, I think that we'd all take well, that. Char- yeah. <laughs> well, Char- Charlie, Charlie Shrem spent that year in prison, and he came out and started working with Jason Granger. So it necessarily Granger, say that, that was. Um, well, he realized that you're in prison. That that Did you realize that Charlie Shrem? Charlie Shrem would have done. Charlie Shrem would have made like eighty million dollars on his uh, pump and pump and pump and dump. Is it a dump and pump and dump? Um, yeah, Charlie Shrem would have made like a hundred million dollars on his dump and pump and dump if he had done it like two weeks later. Right. Yeah. What yeah. would the, He could have literally right. called. He could have literally called the coin a shit coin. He could have, and, and it wouldn't have mattered. And it would have been more funny in court too when they're arguing it. Right. Yeah. As, as, as a shit coin. People bought your shit coin. Yeah. Can you explain? That? <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, Listen, okay. I told him it was a shit coin. I told That's it was disclosure, a shit coin, judge. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, okay. So, I mean, what's the problem? What are we doing here? Right. Yeah. I don't well, know. Have, have you guys been watching? Why? Why exactly? I mean, I'm sitting here. I don't know about you, but I, I usually keep, uh, you know, some form of trading uh, window open generally. Everything is dumping right now. The entire markets are dumping live while we're on. Any idea why? I mean, it's right across the board, like an amazing amount. You know, I, I honestly, like, it amazes me how unified a lot of these are. Um, I think a lot of people like to <laughs> let, like like to allege uh, that there's correlation between these uh, that is extra market that like someone out like that, that something some big events going on and all of these are dumping together but like you watch these coins it's everything from ethereum and bitcoin to einsteinium that like dump together yeah. so and they all dump they all in dump. unison they're all like they're like a giant yeah. fat lady choir singing like it's time to dump. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they all go down. So like, that's right. That's I'm, convinced, I'm convinced now. What's that? I'm yeah. So like, I don't. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's actually some big money that like someone's like playing. Yeah. Because like this is just poker. Stu- this, this is, is just speculation poker. about that, and you brought that up. Uh, a couple times yeah. that maybe that maybe there are financial. I, I would not surprise me. Like that they're, they're like just fucking here. taking the money. Like this is this is the biggest. It, like I hear people say this, and they're right. This is the biggest transference of wealth in the history of humanity. The first time ever that Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, and these other companies have figured out how they can take money from like four-year-olds and eight-year-olds who are getting allowance from their parents and put it in the hands of like Warren Buffett and people that already have it. Well. Listen, I don't know about you, but my kid's entire college education is in Gollum coin, and it's taking a dump right now. Well, you got to get you, Jason. You got to call someone about that. <laughs> call, tell them to put the price back to where it was. Yeah. <laughs> email with, email and, with Howard. And, and 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 if this is any kind of a sign, I mean, of how crazy this ICO world is. Gollum coin actually has more volume than Factum and Zcash. Well, there's right something now. going on. I'm yeah. watching this a lot. Like, like a lot of these. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in the day when, when like, I don't know, counterparty. I don't even know what Gollum coin is. You know, I mean, it's some, it's some Counter, on Ethereum. Yeah, counterparty had like 30, 30 bitcoins a day for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started yeah. doing it, and like, not even then, like, like um, a year after we started doing it, like thirty bitcoins a day would be like a big day. Um, twenty bitcoins a yeah. day, and I would I would look at it and I'd, I'd basically watch it fluctuate from between like twenty to like when they had an announcement to like one hundred and twenty bitcoins getting traded uh, worth of XCP that day. Now, what's the fucking volume? What is it? Can we look? We can look. Let's find out what the volume. I'll is. bet you it's like uh, ten thousand bitcoin a day or something absolutely absurd. For, it's crazy. For, so for Counterparty, it's uh, three hundred fifteen thousand a day. Three hundred what? Dollars. Three hundred fifteen thousand dollars a day. In terms of, uh, well, yeah, have the Pepe's to thank for that, right? Because if it wasn't for Pepe's, I, nobody would really even know what Counterparty was. I don't think so, though, Jason. Like, I, I don't think that's what's flowing in here. Otherwise, Pepe Cash would be worth like eighty-seven dollars each. Oh no, 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 no. My my point isn't that that it's Pepe traffic. My my point is you have Pepe to thank for the traffic because they showed a use for Counterparty. I, I actually don't think that's the case. Though. Right. I, I think I think what's happening here is that just every goddamn coin is pumping. Every fucking coin. Mm-hmm. I think like this happened all of the sudden. All of a sudden, overnight, all of these Genesis. coins had more volume than I could no. believe. You're right, though. No, no, no. Hold on. How, how many coins were established after the, the Pepe pump and pump on Counterparty, right? And then how much did the volume on Counterparty increase after the pump and pump on, on Pepe on Counterparty? So I'm just I'm I'm just saying there may be a correlation between the Pepe's and the increased use of Counterparty and traffic. How many assets are there in Counterparty now? Probably seventy thousand. Seventy maybe. Yeah. So so the, the answer the answer to your question, Jason, is that the the assets only increased about twenty thousand post Pepe. Uh, it's actually it's actually slowed yeah, okay. down a lot. Yeah, no, that's asset creation. Yeah, but what about trading volume? Well, trading volume on though, that's, that's very high comparatively because of the pepe's. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there you go. No. So, but uh, hey, yeah. Uh, all right. My my point is though that like all these all these coins, every single one has more volume than like I ever expected any of them to. I thought that it was great when Counterparty had like a hundred BTC volume, and now we're talking a thousand uh, is a small day. Like I mean, how much how much volume is that? Ten thousand is what? 
two hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what the fuck. Really. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna do don't math. do math on air. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't math on air. I don't. I don't even. Know, I barely know how to do any math. No. But yeah, I mean, like, but you know, it's uh, it's it. Everything's going up. So, are people coming in too and just saying, "There's a lot of shit here. I'm just gonna throw stuff at all of it." Um. Yeah, I, I think so. I, like, I don't know. Uh, but um. But by, by the way, you know, by, by the way, uh, two hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin is eighty. <laughs> eighty Bitcoin. Eighty Bitcoin. Yeah. So I guess I guess the volume hasn't changed at all. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The math on air. Um, yeah. So anyhow, uh, the, back to Ethereum. You were saying that the miners actually are like keeping people out of out of these ICOs. We talked about that last week a little bit. Well, like yeah, and I kind of don't understand this, but. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't comprehend this. <laughs> uh, but it, so, like, part of the um, thing that they could, they might go back to, or part of the problem that they're experiencing now is that miners like don't really have a big incentive to get all these people's transaction through, and they yeah. have an incentive for them to pay more. Who cares? So, like, the mi- the mining incentives are, um, are are such that like they don't care if you're if people are using. I have senses. Yeah. Have you noticed that, like, in Ethereum in the Ethereum community, there's like this disdain for miners? Oh yeah. Well, they they, they really hate like proof of work. What, like what is this? They don't like at the mining thing, and, and they well, isn't that kind of like the part where what it's founded upon? Like, like Vitalik still defends proof of stake. Like that's that's still. A but thing. that wasn't original. Like originally, they were not all about proof of stake. That 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 occurred like somewhere along somewhere the line along the where they line, were like right? creating it. They were just trying to create like do Bitcoin two point and like add all these other things. And then all of a sudden, they became like moralists about like burning energy. Yeah, so I, I don't fucking know. Oh, and how it's like it's extremely it's it's very centralized and it's going to centralize like in China and it's bad for the environment. Like those are the points about about proof of work. Yeah, I like that. Which is really, um, do people actually give a shit about the amount of electricity that? Well, that yeah, Jihan, Jihan, Jihan Wu definitely cares. Yeah. Who who cares about Ji- Jihan Wu? Jihan Wu cares about uh-huh. Jihan Wu. I'll bet his mother, who he all fucks, right. cares about Jihan Wu. Like well, that. I can't speak to that. <laughs> yeah. So he did admit that the current valid criticisms right. of Ethereum, this is Vitalik, by the way, is that scalability does suck. Yeah. Um, he basically, he, he bashes POW because of uh, possibility of centralization and something about selfish, selfish mining. Privacy sucks, which is a big one, because even though all of these, like, there's, there's privacy failures or... Uh, Shortcomings in in a few different areas, right? But using these wallets to acquire these these tokens, like you said, that none of them have HD features, and that's tr- I've been trying the my Ethereum wallet. Yeah. Mew. 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 Can can Mew. someone explain Mew. how proof of stake Mew. can't lead to to centralization? Well, I mean, if if Adam Back is correct, proof of stake is just an elegant proof of work. So. Like you didn't solve any problems by doing proof of stake. If it if proof of stake works, it probably is work, mm-hmm. which means that you'll end up with exactly the same problems of work. Um, there might be some people that would contend that like in a world where you can't build ASICs, uh, you would end up with like the ability of like the one computer, one vote, everybody having, um, you know, the ability to mine on their computer. But then the counterpoint to that would be that then you're setting up a world in which everyone's going to mine through botnets. So, I mean, all of these have problems. I think that, like, a little bit of minor centralization, a little bit of centralization never hurt anyone. Well, it's also decentralization and centralization are more of a spectrum, right? So, like, Bitcoin just needs to be as decentralized as it needs to be, as it needs to be, which might. It, which might seem like the well, could you could you imagine like, could could you imagine trying to do a hard fork with two hundred miners? 
But five thousand miners, right? It's like that's the thing. So like like you, you a little bit of centralization. If you have I don't know fifteen miners or eight miners or eleven miners mm-hmm. holding a majority of the hash power, it becomes a lot easier to do things like negotiate. Right, because you have just a few big players that are able to like come right. up with and, terms. Right, and a certainly bunch of there is things. collusion like problems there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. It, it's a lot smaller with eight people than it is with two. I mean, you ever try to do? You ever try to come to an agreement with eight people? That's hard. Yeah. Like we can't even do it on, on chain. <laughs> Think about like eight people like getting into a room and like high fiving each other about colluding and you know something. It's 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 not easy. Well, maybe they walk into a room and they're all about to do an orgy and they have to decide on like like who's who's doing who. And who gets? When. Yeah. You got to separate. You got to separate the people. There's still confusion. Right. There's still difficulty. You know? Yeah. So like I mean they can they can collude all they want but like I, I don't I don't think I, they're all in it to make their own profits. So mm-hmm. like. You know, even the collusion, like they're they're not entities that can trust each other. You know, they're they're trying to gain a leg up on one another. That's that's the entire like Bitmain proposition here, mm-hmm. the ASIC boost shit and everything else. Like, they're all trying very hard to like get a leg up on one another. And so, like, I wouldn't even trust one of if I were a miner, I wouldn't trust one of them as far as I could throw them. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they're all trying to. But yeah, like, trying it, to it, it, and like, like the the answer to your question, Jason, is that like it? it I, I don't think that. Any POS that works would ever like solve centralization like necessarily. Nor, nor would I say that centralization is obviously a problem. Like a little centralization is fine. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, on a lighter note, there is, there is a there is a uh, somewhat somewhat interesting project coming on uh, on Ethereum. Nice. Yes. Uh, that is doing an ICO. It's called Eros. Great, Eros.Vision, and they're seeking to be uh, essentially a decentralized marketplace for sex. I love it. Uh, they're calling themselves the uh, Open Bazaar of Sex uh, on Ethereum. This is great. The Open Bazaar of Sex <laughs> on, on Ethereum. Bizarre. <laughs> That's bizarre. What I think is funny is that, like, like I mean, this this is exactly a lot of our points in previous stuff. So, like, all of these projects are iterative. The question is always, like, why can't you use Bitcoin for that? Why can't you use Bitcoin for that? Why can't you use Bitcoin for that, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like every, the, the question, like, a game or company, like, comes out like we're gonna start a blockchain and we're gonna release our tokens they're like why can't you just use bitcoin because we want to have our token like okay well you could have just used bitcoin and like the only reason to have your tokens that you want to like i don't know control the supply I don't, I don't know why you'd want to make to manage your own money supply it's a little bit stupid um but that's like there's there's no reason to have your own token because this bitcoin thing exists so like again with this like you have open bazaar mm-hmm. why not just use open bazaar <laughs> Right. Um, I just think it's not, amazing well, to why, use why that exactly as an example. Well, it's also well, right. It also goes into like, can you even like, can but, you have a project like that on Ethereum, where like, or, like if you start having projects like that on Ethereum, you might find out like, well, you how you can't right. If if you if you can't run one ICO, what are you going to do with a one well used project? Right. I, I want to point out here that they're not calling themselves. They're calling themselves the Open Bazaar of Sex on Ethereum. They're not calling themselves the Silk Road of Sex on on Ethereum, and and that's right. really what it is, yeah. right? because <laughs> you know it's basically a brothel. Uh, Open Bazaar still doesn't that, work. That's that's my favorite thing about it. Like no one can buy anything. Right. At, at least at least yeah. Silk Road worked, right? I mean, Silk Road was an operational platform. Uh, they did transactions. Eighty million dollars uh, is what they took from them, I think. Yeah. And that's what just what they took from Ulbrick, right? right? And then that I was mean, that was before I look, uh, before Bitcoin was <laughs> twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> right. And 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 they didn't have to ICO that. All they said was, "Hey, we're gonna 
We're going to offer some products. Jason, was Silk, was Silk Road an FBI ICO? Uh, well, the, a couple of FBI agents definitely benefited from that. Well, then the, But um, then the, the FBI sold the coins, right? Uh, so they acquired all those Bitcoins well, yeah. in order to sell them. <laughs> I don't. I think the U.S. Attorney's Office. Well, whoever was it? Was, yeah. was it? Was that a yeah. United States government ICO? Um, it's definitely a property <laughs> seizure case. That's for sure. Um, oh, speaking of which, can I? Can I? Can I change topics just for one second? Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, the I've been following along the uh, uh, Cripsy class action nice. uh, because cool. you know be, because reasons you know. And uh, what what I found was interesting and a really uh, a really interesting tactic is uh, the Silver Law Group filed a motion for judgment, uh, final judgment against um, uh, against Big Vern personally. And apparently they did some a little bit of sleuthing, as people will sleuth, uh, and, and again chipping away at the claim of anonymity in in the blockchain. They were able to determine like eleven thousand. Bitcoin in various wallets that Big Vern had had snaked from people, right? Really? And they they identified the wallets having about a thousand Bitcoin each in them. Uh, I actually have a copy of the filing uh, somewhere here, and um, yeah, here it is. Um, uh, paragraph eleven of the document was filed on June thirtieth in the uh, Cripsy class class action case claims to have identified 11,325 Bitcoins specifically that Big Vern took and wait for it. I, I, I mean, I want you to think about this for a second. The Silver Law Group is asking the judge to declare that those Bitcoin are, are property of the plaintiffs in the class. So that's $28 million. Right, they're asking, here, I, I, just think about this. I mean, it's one thing to declare it legally, right? Right. But it's another thing. But it's another thing to say, okay, and now we take the money, Lebowski, right? I mean, right. Well, good luck. Great. Uh, they're, they're, okay, the court says the the Bitcoin in those wallets are yours. Um, <laughs> Does that make everybody whole? That's what I want to know. Is is like? Like Big Vern spends it. Like that's that's my money. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I got the private key. Bill. <laughs> Well, so first of all, what 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 could Vern do? Uh, does he? Um, those, those aren't. I don't know. Does those. he just forget the key? Right. I right. mean, I don't have the key. I'm sorry, I lost the key. Right. How do you collect on that? Well, not just that. Like, no, could, no, couldn't couldn't he just say like, well, I agree, those are your Bitcoin. But yeah, but but, but those I'm, are I'm, your those are go spend them. Yeah, it's an Andrew Jackson well, no, no, move, right? I, could you just I, do that? Like, I, I, I agree with the court. Those are their Bitcoins, so they should no, go spend no. them. Yeah. No, no, I I I um. I took this to the next logical step from a legal standpoint, right? From a collection standpoint, you got a judgment, now you go collect. What are your opportunities to collect? And the Dow showed the way, right? The Dow showed the way in in that if, if, if I was attempting to do everything that I could to collect, I would actually probably try to get some form of order to order the Bitcoin Foundation at a minimum to propose a hard fork that would unwind those transactions. Oh, that would be weird. C O H F. Right? Or, or hard fork. <laughs> <laughs> right. or, or hard but but here's the thing, right? Now you get the miners involved, and you and and you get the court. You, you get the the community involved. It's actually involved, kind of a like, genius the, idea because then we could have two bitcoins. I'll get double my coins. Right. 
And and here here's the crazy fucking thing. We, we, we could actually run that chain miners, for like a week. Think would actually <laughs> hard fork? Would hard fork just to fuck Big Vern over? Right? I mean, how many people do that? But in order to do that, and this is the thing that bakes my mind, is that to do that, you would actually have to take away the actual value proposition that Bitcoin has, is that it's so hard to hard fork. And because Bitcoin is built around this, you know, anarchist movement, court the idea that a court would be telling the found, and, and here's the thing, all the foundation would have to do is say, sure, we've proposed it, right? Right. We've proposed the hard fork. Well, would, the and, court, and would a court order, a, would, it, would they do a BIP? <laughs> right. What bit number it's gonna be. Like Luke, Luke is like, I'm not, right. I don't think I don't think it speaks to our, our BIP specifications. <laughs> so, uh, Luke so yeah, I mean we, 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 give it a number. <laughs> so it just it just kinda um one hats off to the silver uh law group for they, they actually did get some collection on the Crypty case. I think they sold Big Burns uh, ex wife's house. Yeah, they sold his wife. Uh, What's that? They sold his wife. They sold yeah, his wife, uh, uh, and so they did get a little funds. But I, I think um, you know, uh, bold, bold move trying to get the court to uh, declare the Bitcoin the property. But um, un, unlike what, the FBI, well, well, we are, unlike the FBI, who actually had the private keys. Yeah. But uh, hey, Jason, so uh, all this is the really, Silver Law Group's not going to have it, right? And that's yeah. specifically Bitcoin. But are, are they are they looking yeah. at any other uh, like uh, coins, like any other blockchains? Because if they were holding like some other like shit coin, could could they find like the people running those projects that are still going and like do a court order hard fork to them, which might be a lot easier because they're like a lot smaller. Why don't we just start like court ordered hard, hard fork coin? All the, yeah, no, like, just or, court ordered hard fork coin. Like yes, those bitcoins are yours. Yeah, and uh, and and we will we? the court will start running its own version of Bitcoin that uh, will right. make those coins yours. I mean, potentially, we, we could call it the cough test, right? I mean, turn your head and cough. Because... <laughs> and, and, now, and, now it's, and now it's up to you as the plaintiffs right. to get the miners to accept this as the new chain. Right, yeah. I really like that. That's a, that's, a, that's a really stupid and hilariously <laughs> funny idea. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, the court could turn over those coins by, like, making a new version of Bitcoin where those coins are turned over. Yeah. And then, like, giving the plaintiff, well, plaintiffs, now now you have to convince the rest of the network to accept this as the right chain. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Uh, um, I think the dog nailed it there. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, um, also, real, real quick, funny thing about Eros before we uh, you, we, that, we just like hard code those coins into some. I don't know how you would do that. Like spending coins, that's, that's fucked up. Uh, anyhow, go on. Sorry. I don't know. No, I was just gonna say that Eros is using a uh, uh, a white paper from from MIT people called Beaver, <laughs> 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 and uh, I haven't read it yet, but it's basically a proposition for a decentralized anonymous marketplace with a secure reputation. Coming out of MIT, it might be interesting. I'll read, maybe I'll read it some. I'll bet it's not. Probably not. No, but, but that's really funny. But it's Beaver. funny. It's called Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, a protocol by MIT that's named Beaver is going to be used first for like female for, prostitutes. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we have uh, another ICO that came out uh, called uh, Useless Ethereum Token. I really like this one. This is one of my favorites. I like this that you great. can get paid for irony now. Yes. Uh, it's the world's first 100% honest Ethereum ICO. <laughs> uh, they, they make no promises up front that uh, you're going to get anything. In fact, they, they, they pretty much say you're not going to get anything. I, re I really token. like this one. It's, it's more funny than anything I've seen. I, I, I've been reading on Reddit, uh, mm -hmm. and the guy's like, 
Uh, someone said, someone said, uh, I really hope that he takes my like small amount of Bitcoin and buys himself like a nice hot tub or something. He goes, well, thank you guys very much for contributing to my uh, new big screen TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on his, on his site, it shows the statistics what? of how much they've gotten funded, and he measures it in how many TVs he's going to buy. <laughs> but do you know how much money he's measured so far? He, he's gotten $52,000. Yeah. And... It, and the token's on HitBit. It's on some exchange. Yes. It's on some exchange. Great. So, like, some exchange is like, yeah, what, what was that? Fuck yeah, it. of course. Why not? It's a fucking <laughs> ICO. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, listen, that is the closest thing I, I've heard to the equivalency of, like, you know, the, the GoFundMe type. Is that securities fraud? Because that sounds like securities sale. fraud. No, because because that guy's <laughs> come right out from the beginning and said, look, my whole purpose here is to take your money and buy TVs with it. Yeah. Right? It's not even going to be a coffee, right. not even a coffee table book. I'm not, you know, I'm not putting out an album. I just want to watch TV. If he doesn't he, buy TVs yeah. with it, has he violated gonna, something? Can, can we sue him for not buying Potentially, TVs? Yeah. If he, yeah. If he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like he's obligated to buy TVs. He also said it will never go down in value. Mm-hmm. Because it can't yeah. be worth less than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's wrong about that, though. He's wrong about that. Yeah, less no, than nothing. No, I, I think I think he's got it. We we can uh, get, potentially, you know, if he doesn't buy the TVs with it, uh, we might be able to rename that type of motion that <laughs> that would be filed in order to compel him to buy TVs. Like, uh, I, I like the idea of like taking the know. taking the irony like a step further and right. like literally oh, yeah, suing him right, for not he, buying the TVs. But not like for real right. money, but for like you know useless Ethereum token. Uh, if he doesn't buy oh, yeah. the TVs, you seize that token. Something ridiculous. Th- I mean, th- that's we, great. We could, I love that. Yeah. We we could call it the Vizio maneuver. The Vizio something. maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was compelled to buy TVs, which which he didn't want right. to do, but he did. Like God damn it! I'm out of room on my walls. Damn. Fuck. Where am I going to put it? It's um, not not my problem, Judge. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, right. He, well, he, he, must he, buy he the promised. TVs. He probably yeah. you should put a TV on the right. TVs. Like it's it's not you know, it. buy a bigger house, but not with the money here because he's he's got to use this money for TVs. Right. Yeah. Uh, another the Vizio thing. Maneuver. That, so another thing that happened was uh, there was a fortune uh, rumor. I heard that this. Vitalik Vitalik died died and a, and a and car Ethereum crash crashed. And it, so apparently it did and. I don't know if it's because of that. I, I it was. I think it was the same time that Ethereum was crashing, and everyone and, wanted well, to say that. Everyone was like, "Oh, that's why it's crashing." Yeah. Because there was these rumors that. Like, well, you know how it is. Had. You know how it is in Bitcoin. Like everyone's like, "Why is it crashing?" And then you hear like, "You're like, mm-hmm. it's crashing because Mike Hearn just went on like and said the New York Times, you know, X, Y, and Z." But then you have other people like, "I think that in China there's a big sell-off by mothers," and you're like, "Okay, like, maybe like." Yeah. <laughs> but, but I found everyone's got their different like yeah. big news. But what's interesting about this was that QZ even like made the connection that uh, because Ethereum has a creator and Bitcoin doesn't, it's 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 affected by like rumors like that, yeah. and, like news, um, and it, it, like the value, the price could can fluctuate. Well, I don't but, 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 but that's but true because all of the solutions like, from a risk perspective, yeah. like, be, like like Ethereum has like those risks. That like you would look at the, like, the well, big risk of Ethereum is that all of these solutions to all of the problems of their chain are in Vitalik's head. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we have a problem here. Well, no, no, sharding. No. How do we do that? I have the solution in my head. <laughs> no, 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 no. You you guys didn't pay attention during the Tezos offering. All the problems to Ethereum's solutions are are in Tezos. In in Brightman's head, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta say, like, what's That's funny why to you me? Invested. Yeah, all of these. There, it, it is in Bitcoin. We've had this history of people coming out and solving all of the problems, 
all of them. The, the, the biggest example in my mind being Dash coin, Dark coin. Um, but before that, we had Larimer with uh, BitShares saying that he had solved all the problems, um, all the problems yeah. that exist in Bitcoin. He solved. It was no problem. Easy peasy for him. He is a genius. And uh, it was super simple. He just, you know, he sat down at his computer and fixed all the problems. And then Evan Duffield uh, fixed all the problems uh, that, you know, all the other cryptocurrencies right. had again. And now Vitalik is fixing all the problems. And so that that's just like that, that seems to be like the the crypto no, moniker. Now no, no, Brightman's fixing Monk, all the problems. The crypto monkey. Well, yeah, like all the problems with Ethereum now have to be fixed by somebody else. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Bitcoin's just chugging along like right. It's a little fucking engine that could. And all these other guys are like speed train, and they're like going off the fucking tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh. I mean that's kind of that's that that's all of their uh, you know propositions. All of these new projects that are like a new blockchain, talking about how Ethereum is flawed, are saying that they can uh, fix all the. What, all what, the things what's, you know? I, did, I, did I tell you that story my grandpa told me like years ago? I don't know. It was it was a joke. Which, and, like I thought it was funny, but it's it's really more of a, just a story. Like uh, I I think I've probably told this before, but like a woman walks in or a man walks into a town. I guess it doesn't matter what the gender is. A genderless individual, transgendered person gee. who is pre-op, walks into town and goes uh, to his neighbor and says, um, hey, how is uh, how how is this place? And the neighbor says, well, how uh, how is your old town? And the pre-op transgender says, it was awful. Every single person was just terrible. They were gossipy and they were mean and they were just, they, they hated each other and I hated them and it was a miserable place to live. And, you know, his, uh, the, he, her, Zer's neighbor looks at Zer and says, they're the same here. And then uh, a few weeks later, on the other side of this neighbor, someone moves into town and knocks on the neighbor's door and says, how's, how's everyone in this town? He says, well, how are they your old town? I says, well, they were great. They were happy. They were wonderful. They were treating everybody wonderfully. I, like, I got along with everybody. It was great. He says, well, they're the same here. And I like that's that's the fate of Ethereum. Ethereum left Bitcoin because all of the problems, POW, blah blah blah, and it's exactly what's going to happen to Ethereum. Ethereum is going to see the same thing because all of their community members are fucking the dissatisfied people from Bitcoin who can't believe that Bitcoin didn't solve all the problems. So now they have to go to Ethereum to solve all the problems. And then Ethereum is going to have a lot of problems and they're going to have to like do something else to solve all the problems. These aren't loyal people. They're not like loyal to Ethereum. So Right, but it, I mean, there's a lot of wisdom. In, in that, unless that you say something story. bad about Ethereum. Well, right? I mean, that's if you for, say that's something for bad now. about Ethereum, then yeah, that's for now. Wait a week yeah. until they're on like another coin. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you can already start seeing that, like the like the dialogue's probably going to begin where, you know, Ethereum has all these issues, and people are going to talk about how like we need to fix all these Ethereum problems, and they're going to like turn to these other solutions, and like it. You know, just see the list. It's going to happen. They're not that, uh, Vitalik um, had. Rattle off, you yeah. know, on Reddit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, he had that. He had that list of like issues that right. uh, that he admitted were valid criticisms, right? Right. So, like, you know, we we kind of covered most of them, but that was that was that. Um, but uh, the so so kind of moving on into like some of the I guess we can talk some about these ICOs, like please the specific ones. Um, first of all, I thought we had been. Well, we kind of have been. It's this whole show is like this is like the ICO show. Like, well, <laughs> well, it's like it's like to separate. Yeah, well, Pam, well, yeah, they're all connected and they're all extremely related. And to separate them and talk about like category by category is kind of it's kind of tough because they're all 
How many are there now? Because like, you know what's funny is when we started, there were like three or four mm-hmm. or five or six. There were a lot of announcements, but now, I, I mean, what are there like a hundred announcements all at once right now? Oh yeah, there's there's probably there's probably there's probably a uh, hundred announced coming up and then future coming uh, ICOs. So th- I mean, this those thing has this thing has ones no that are going on now. Those the ones that did happen happen that are pending getting coins. We, we are we are in that, we are in yeah. the tunnel. There is no light here. We do not see a speck in the distance. We are in the darkness of hell and we are not going to come out. This yeah. train's going to break in the middle of the tunnel. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or just <laughs> shooting forward until... But I, it, Th- This it, shit's amazing to me. Like, it, it just... It is growing. It's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... I, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, it's it just poker. It really yeah. is just poker. It, look, it, it's gambling. It's poker. Um, You know, kind of going back to what you've always said is, like, if you want to call this as, like, a, like some type of weird bubble or something, like, I, I don't know if that's the right word, but you never know... I don't know what the word is. Like, you never know when, like, it's going to explode or not. Like, oh. you just know that, like, everything here is just, like, ridiculous. Well, well to my point earlier, just, like, if, if these people think they're, like, that that um, there is any fiduciary obligation by these people, to me, the only the only real, like, weirdness is a lot of these, uh, to me, Jason, and, and you can, I think you'll disagree, but I think that these are ideological tokens. I think that these are libertarians basically exercising the pseudo-tunity cost uh, of, like, securities regulation. I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> what, was there a question in there? Well, I mean, I mean like, because to me, I look at this and I'm like, these these are just libertarians saying, like, my ideology says that I have to buy these, like, crypto coins. So they're buying them to show their friends that they're the most libertarian. And as a result, they're like they're like very proud of themselves for shirking securities law. And as a result, ironically, they're proving why the securities law exists in the first place, and it's to protect them, idiots, from themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I mean that, that's one way to to view the market activity. Um, some sort of like strange crypto anarchist ethos or something. Well, isn't that uh, definitely but- what it is? If you say so, I mean, that's an argument I can make in court. I, I don't know if I believe it, but I'll argue that for you. <laughs> I hope you never have to argue for me in court. Uh, me too. Me too. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think really, I, I don't Jason's think like, it's, I, I, I think don't... someday you're going to be in court with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think you're thinking too much into it. I think the the main uh, goal. That, that's a that's a here, that's a big criticism to level. I don't think too much into much. I, I think I think you may be uh, romanticizing the scenario a little too much. I, I think the the real uh, you know answer here is you got a bunch of kids with a bunch of uh, made up coins that they've been able to parlay from shitcoin into Litecoin and Litecoin into Ethereum or Litecoin into to Bitcoin, and now they've got real poker chips on the table, and they've got a seat in a casino and they're playing blackjack. And, they're certainly gambling. That's, there's no that's question it. there. And that's it. And and there's 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 people that think that you know they're getting their Bugatti next year when when Tezos pamps and oh, sad as and or might. whatever it is. And and that's that's it. There's no work ethic. There's no belief that something actually has to have value or has to have some form of uh, like structure behind it to actually promote value or utility. Well, that, that's um, what amazes me. I hear um, people the only talking utility about that. These ICOs provide is is an opportunity to 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 get hookers and blow. Right. And I, I hear people talking and look, about I'm, these. I'm not, I'm not 
judging that. I'm just analyzing it, and that's it. I mean, it's that simple. The motivations I, are easy. I hear people talk. I hear people so. talking about these on YouTube, and they are they are straight up like, I. It, 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 what blows my mind is people think that they should make money by just doing nothing. It's yeah. it's this, like weird mentality that I, I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it, it's pervasive in like youthful thinking. I don't know where it comes from, but this notion that you can like put your money in the ground and grow a beanstalk and that that will just make you rich. It's the juice box, man. It's all about the juice box. It, it just it, it blows my mind that the, the thing they that the thing that they think is valuable is the act of taking risk in uh-huh. other people's stupid ideas. It, it's the participation trophy, right? That's what you, it is, you, right? You know, you, you get a juice box and you get a participation trophy and you get the orange. You should see, Sean's, you should see Sean's shelf. It's filled with participation right. trophies. Well, oh, yeah. and, you know, I, I grew that, up that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and so, oh, a quick point about. Uh, uh, storage, by the way, was that oh, storage is lev- uh, lead dev just what, quit? What are we going to do with our investment in storage? Because well, like, well, here's here's my thought. So he, the, someone asked him like, "Why are you quitting? Is it because of the recent transition?" So basically, what happened recently was that they brought in a CEO. See, or no, I'm sorry, the CFO became the CEO, and then the CEO that was Sean Sean became the CTO. And like, it's kind of a like. Wait, 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 wait! You're a, you're confusing this. You're so, confusing so, this. Yeah. Storage was running off of blockchain, a uh, Bitcoin, yeah. and moved to Ethereum. Yeah. And then less than a month later, uh, uh, apparently, uh, allegedly, Sean was stepping down as uh, CEO. Right? But now he's a as CEO. CTO. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much the specifics of their matter. But the point is, is that the guy that posted this thing said that, um, like, in response to it, Somebody asking him if his recognition was related to this. He said it is, um, and it's. He wanted to be clear that the nature was related to his resignation. Mm-hmm. So I think it just means that like whoever the, C- the CEO is, um, is deciding like making decisions that he just like really has n- is not on board with. And, and do you think that guess. maybe those decisions are, are related to, to the sham of it? Yes, yes! that's exactly what I think is going to happen. I think it will happen. <laughs> Despite their, despite one of their very, I'm sure very talented elite devs right. quit, I yeah. think I think it's because he realizes that this is just gonna be another shit token. Well, it's a pamp and, and pamp. They, they want to pamp the fuck out of it. Well, like, yeah. What that, would you want to do? So th- that's my gambling bet. Like that's how I read that. I'm I with you, know. dude. I think that's a great bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This project has there's no integrity and and I hate it. And uh, it will pamp. It will I'm pamp. so bad. <laughs> Sean, what do you what do you think of that? Or uh, uh, Jason, what do you think of that assessment? Is that is that um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the date that uh, Sean stepped down. What what day was that? Uh, this was this happened within the last um, couple of months, and it happened around the same time that they did this most recent ICO. I, I love I love that you can like declare I, mo- like well it's the most recent it's ICO the most by recent storage. One. Yeah. Well, this is the, this is the, this so, is the second one. And uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. What what day did they declare that they were moving to the Ethereum? Can I call it the Ethereum? This happened before the SEO started. Because the, the Ethereum is like the Ukraine. It offends Etherites. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? Great. Maybe. So what what happened when what what when did they switch to the Ethereum? They uh this this was like two months ago. They, they were their ICO happened at the beginning of the stuff. So this was before it was like one of the first ICOs. Yeah, this was one of the first ICOs that that was going on. Um. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I'm I'm just looking at the storage coin mm-hmm. uh, on Poloniex right now, and 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 honor about the day that 
Sean, quote, stepped down. Uh, there appears to be at least a 200% bump in storage coin value <laughs> on Poloniex. <What? laughs> uh, and that's the only comment I have. <laughs> I, I think that was related to the fact that you couldn't convert SJCX to storage, though. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's back down now, right? I don't know if it right? matters. No, yeah, um, it's back down, yeah, but still. Yeah. SJC, uh, the, the counterparty ones will, I think, higher uh, price than, really? than the Ethereum. Really? Sounds like some good arbitrage opportunity. Uh, I would say that it's not because someone already thought about that. It sounds uh, like you uh, believe in efficient it's, markets. It's, it sounds <laughs> like I, I might. <laughs> yeah, right. I might I believe in that shit, yeah. Um, and, and the problem with efficient <laughs> markets in the Bitcoin world is that they don't exist. And, you know, it's, it's a all I mean, it's a shallow market. So, like, someone has a lot more uh, information yeah. than everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone someone does, and that's the SEC. Right, like, the SEC has a ton of. They have a lot of information. They they know exactly like. I don't know that I I still don't know that like their involvement is going to do much here. I don't think it dries up liquidity like a lot of people think it does. Well, if people start realizing that they have to, like 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 what 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 is going to happen if the SEC does come? I don't know, Jason. Like you, like you they're going to try to say you know like, better than you, we do. Like in the worst case scenario, well, the they're SEC trying to shut these things here, down. They're just going to go elsewhere. Like, the, like the SEC like, is the lord of, of Bitcoin. They're they're everywhere and they're all of the time. They're omnipotent well, and omnipresent. I want you to consider a couple of things, right? Over the last year, what what did we have? We had instability within the federal government and enforcement in the federal government because, you know, what was their main focus, right? What what was the the main focus of the federal government? Even even the FBI and the SEC and all everything that they were looking at they're they're digging into the elections what's going to happen with the elections so in election year a lot of stuff kind of shuts down not knowing you know who's going to be around so then after the election how many u.s attorneys just got told to hit the pavement yeah. right uh, on top of a that lot. you get regime change within the regulatory agencies because the policies of what types of entities or actions are we going to go after switches because the the entire executive branch is switched right. Well, J Jason, and so what if, now what if Donald you're, Trump did an ICO you know, for 2020? Um, well, <laughs> I, you know that 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 might change the the philosophy. That's what I'd like but to know. Like, I, if he I does that, does, does that mean the SEC has to like come? Are they, like, do they have to change their opinion if they hate this? Well, I, I think what we're seeing here is the SEC starting to come out of its slumber from regime change, right? And and we saw that with the recent um, Bitcoin store. Uh, action uh, just the other day. Oh yeah, and 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 because that, I mean, really that that isn't solely about Bitcoin. There's really a lot more going on there, and it involved brick and mortar stores and a couple of other Stick schemes that were involved in that. So it was, it was it was a little easier for the SEC to jump into because it's more in their playbook. Well, it's also um, like six years after that. Not six, but like what four or five years after that happened. Yeah, the, like, the, when did he launch I, it? I, I've tried to, forever ago. By the way, uh, I've tried to say this before, but there is no statute of limitations for administrative actions. And and the fact that the FBI jumped in on it as well, and simultaneously the same day the SEC files complaints, uh, the U.S. attorney files complaints on the same day. And and I love that. I, I just want to read this to you. This is the Southern District of New York United States Attorney's Office uh, press release that was filed on the same day they filed the charges, right? I mean, if this isn't loading it up, I, I don't know what it well, is. Well, so, specifically, um, because we, I think we mentioned, we're talking about uh, the SEC filed against uh, this Bitcoin uh, Bitcoin shop. Right. Bit um, yeah. And uh, this was like... Bitcoin this store. Was, Bitcoin, Bitcoin store. Bitcoin store. Yeah. yeah, so this was just a recent thing that happened this week. Uh, 
Yeah. Yes. So go ahead. So, so in 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 the press release uh, issued by the Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney's Office, Southern District, of New York. Uh, th this is their first paragraph, right? And this is some some PR person, the FBI wrote this. June H. Kim, the acting United States Attorney for Southern District of New York, and William F. Sweeney Jr., the Assistant Director in Charge of the New York Office of the FBI, announced today the unsealing of a criminal complaint in Manhattan Federal Court charging Renwick Haddow, which Renwick. I think Joseph he. He's he's a friend of yours, right? I, I think that a I think British I had a, I think I've had a run in with him. In fact, uh, right. a couple of years ago when I was at I think Queens in the Kingdom, uh, and right. the Nation was launching their ICO, there was a man. There was a man who stood up in the middle. A of, crazy man in a wig. <clears throat> no, he wasn't in a wig. He was like in this really nice suit, um, and he tried to put like I, I was sitting there basically asking hard questions, like you know I've, I'm known to do. Uh, of the Bit Nation the startup team, which couldn't like who who was on that? Nathan Wozniak, Nathan Wozniak, Mondros, Mon uh, David Matt Mondros, McKibben. Hey, Matt McKibben. Where are they? Like these Matt, guys are all the guys that disappeared. Matt, Matt, no, no, no. Matt McKibben uh, hangs out like I think he made a lot of money on Ethereum because he, post, he stupidly posted on his Facebook. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Oh, I, I saw like in face. Like I'm a millionaire I, now. I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm 30 and I've I've done this and this and this. I've 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 acquired over a million dollars thanks to cryptocurrency. Like just kind of like t you know pumping yeah. his own horn. But um oh and then that what other guy who's that who's that bold <laughs> guy that uh was like after that bit after that day oh was David like, uh there's a fourth the, guy. the Duke the Duke yeah the Duke the guy from Minnesota that he guy has like an disappeared too yeah um, um so, so he was he was working like reputation shit too and I was like I've I've solved the, I've, I've solved yeah, the reputation right. crisis in crypto like oh good good for you okay um but the, like Bitnation was gonna do a a crowdfund I'm very proud to say I think Suzanne Templefart. Uh, says that I am the reason that it failed. I don't know if that's true, but I will take credit. Um, they raised fifteen thousand dollars. Um, but anyhow, as I was asking them hard <laughs> that was, questions, that was so funny to be there. Really that. <laughs> that was really funny. Like a lot for. of people in the crowd started getting uncomfortable. Like it was right because like, you started arguing with them. Right. Because I was just Mondras, asking questions. We knew Mondras from before. Like it was like yeah. Was well, this is right after Mondras got married on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally got married and then got up on stage to but, talk. By about the way, I've heard. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that that confirmation, like that that transaction, never confirmed or something. Oh really? I don't know if that's true, but I want that to be true i want that to be true that would be hilarious it would be really funny <sighs> if he's not if he's not actually married <laughs> <laughs> which actually they didn't put enough fee on it or that whatever would, that, that would help him out but anyhow so a man out, stands up as i'm asking these hard questions and he's like he's uh, hi i'm uh i'm and i think what's it renwick Hadow or renwick Hello, Hadow. I'm, I'm renwick and uh i i run one of the biggest uh th th i run the first uh bitcoin public company and uh, I, I'm hearing what they're saying on stage, and it sounds, uh, you know, th they have some good points. And this man asking these questions has some good points. So I thought I would stand up and put some rails on this conversation and really be the adult in the room. And I was like, all right, Renwow, Ren, 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 Renwick, Renwick, yeah, I think I think that was him. It, so there's only one picture that that's this all article I can find. Put, and it's and, and it's, if you it's put hair, guy, if you put hair on the guy, it, it looks, looks like, like him. him. Yeah, at, at the thing he had so hair. Now, this now guy, I, now I feel like I need to go like meet him in prison and ask him if he was at Queens in the Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably wearing a toupee. <laughs> he might have been wearing a toupee. Maybe. But that was, that was a really, or maybe he decided to shave his head. He had a really nice. He had a really nice head of hair. I mean, Queens in the Kingdom was that was a fuck fest three fucking years ago, almost three years ago. So this this. The, the story gets kind of weird, according to the FBI. So, um, as, as with Bitcoin, they, all things Bitcoin, it yeah, gets weird. I mean, yeah. Well, oh no, it, it gets it gets pretty crazy. So uh, the the first paragraph goes. Uh, so they you know they they filed charges unsealing a complaint uh, against this British citizen Ren McHaddow. 
uh, for schemes to defraud, soliciting through material misrepresentations, misappropriating events, investments in companies created by Haddo called Bitcoin Store Inc. and Barworks, as well as related entities Haddo controlled. And then they end the end they paragraph by saying Haddo remains at large. All right. So they filed the complaint. They filed the charges against him. You know. He has no idea he has charges filed against him, but say, he probably, remains he at found, large. He probably found right? out on, uh, on on like CoinDesk. Right. And, Wait, what? And so he has, it, <laughs> but he remains at large, right? I mean, it's just loading. But listen to this. This is this is something else. Be so, careful of this um, man. He, he comes with very fiscally irresponsible fingers and weapons. Right. So uh, Renwick misled investors about critical facts, including the performance and operations companies he controlled in order to get them to invest more than $36 million. Had also allegedly used the alias Jonathan Black to disguise his connection to the companies. All right. Now, so he's got this alias now, Jonathan Black. So apparently what Haddow did it, in, in making representations to investors, he created this fictional character, Jonathan Black, who he claimed had extensive background in finance and had a role in setting up car share, a car sharing app. Really? So Renwick Haddow uh, is, is, he remains at large and he may be going under the name Jonathan Black. Um, God, and I hope so. and when I, when I, when I read about this, I, I couldn't help but wonder whether or not this was a play on Harry Potter and the notorious Sirius Black, right, and remains at large, and he's he's evading the police. Do, do, do you and, think the SEC is, like, yeah. making a Harry Potter joke? I think the FBI is, actually. <laughs> this isn't the FBI release. This is not in the SEC release. This is in the FBI release. Do you, do you think so, so like, in, interns uh, there, he's like, you guys, you guys, you got to read this. You got to read this. Guys, this guys, is really guys, funny. Guys, 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 right? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, what you know. This is the first major thing uh, the SEC has really come down on of, of any value uh, since the Shavers case, and it really shows they've pulled out their old playbook. Um, they they, they know, the confiscated SEC. his ability to spend any money, right? Like they they took his money. Yeah, the the SEC walked in and right after they filed the complaint, filed an emergency motion to seize all of his assets. So the guy can't even he, like, hire he an attorney. Like, he went to Seven Eleven and like put his like gas card in, and he's and they're like, "Sir, your your gas card does not work." And he like calls the bank, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you have like federal like federal action against you, bro. That's why your card right, is you, you've got a hole." Yeah, we we we, yeah. we we have to hold these funds. He's like, "What?" And then he like logs the, into the, CoinDesk and finds out that he's under arrest. Right. It, it, it doesn't necessarily work completely that way, but, but the thing that, that really I sucks for too. him is that, you know, every attorney that he goes to talk to is going to be faced with, with the question, I'm, I'm sorry, your assets are frozen uh, and you can't get an attorney. And that was the same thing that Shavers was faced with. So Jason, with. We, we, and, play, we play a little you know. game on this show uh, with everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah and okay. So we're going to play it with you. Will you or will oh, you not be his attorney? Oh, um, that's you know, the name of the game. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, um, the, uh, honestly, I mean, if if I can get a little uh, social justice warrior here for a second, um, just because the SEC did this same bullshit and they're trying to take away this guy's rights to defense and to defend himself right from the beginning before he even knows he has an action against him, I say fuck them for doing that. Uh, that's not okay. You're you're stacking the deck, 
And and yeah, I would defend them. I would defend them just for the fact that that they're doing their bullshit. Can you explain I, why I that's right? How can they do that? Why like you can't do that in any other like except for financial crimes? Um, they they basically take all everything, and then they expect you to defend yeah. yourself against like pretty much the most like the most deep pocketed um, part of the United States government, the one that you know touches money. Yeah. Y- yeah, I, I can't explain why they do it other than the law allows them to do it. Well, I'm wondering why the law allows that. Like, that, that seems, I mean, not, I, I, I kind of get it in that, like, if you've stolen money, it, it has to be somehow seizable. So, like, if you're going to, I don't well, know, be tried yeah. for a Ponzi scheme, they can't have you spending all your money on a lawyer because you don't actually have that money. But, like, right. it's it's a really weird line to walk where you that money may not be yours, but, like, they haven't proven that it's not yet. Right. Well, what they have to do when when they go into court is they have to show that they're likely to win, uh, that uh, and that the money that they're seizing is likely the, um, you know, ill-gotten com- comes from the yeah ill-gotten gains. And so the the and really it's ill-gotten kind of a low bar, right? The, yeah, because you know it really doesn't hurt the judge to sign off on that, right? Because what ends up happening is the defendant after after this has happened walks into the judge and says please judge may i have some money right and and then the judge decides how much you're going to get and if you're going to get and then sits there and doles it out and then you have to keep going back to the court and you have to keep begging for money and so the, you know the court and the law doesn't really think it's that big of a deal because there there are mechanisms for you to be able to defend yourself but that really uh, by puts you doing at a huge that, disadvantage. Like, first of all, how are you going to find a goddamn lawyer that, that's willing to go in and do that to begin with, right? And you know, well, the lawyer maybe I'm virtue signaling here. Money, right? Well, no, it's uh, yeah, that. the lawyer has to beg for the right. money. That's right. And it's not just that, yeah. though. But like, like if if that's if that is the the rubric, Jason, then like by the time yeah. the lawyer takes it, you've already you're already in a losing situation because they have already demonstrated to the judge that they're likely to win. Well, what they've done is is they've um, they've tainted the waters, right? Because they've had the first argument. They've walked in and they said, "Look, this guy's a rat bastard. Look at all the money he's stolen. Um, you know, we we have the evidence. Look at our supporting declarations." I mean, they did the same thing to Shavers. They they took ninety percent of the blockchain associated with Trent and Shavers transactions, and put that in front of the judge and told him that that was their evidence. That supported their their claims, right? Right. And the judge they didn't show no the last ten percent, and the judge had no idea what the blockchain even was, right? And they didn't take the last ten percent of the blockchain transactions that actually showed that Trenin gave all the money back that he could, except for, you know, that which he couldn't, and that he dipped into his own funds to give money back, right? And then when when we tried to use the blockchain as evidence to show the you know the verified accounting that the court was asking for, the SEC objected, saying, no, 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 that that's that's not valid. Like, wait a minute, you fucking used it as evidence. What are you talking about? Right? So it's the SEC's bag of tricks uh, when they want to be complete dicks is is pretty powerful. And unfortunately, the judges that are looking at this stuff just aren't educated enough to believe the attorney that's telling them, right? Well, neither so, neither neither are those looking know. at the SEC. Right? Like like you uh, you went into that whole thing a different. few months ago about like what is and what is not a Ponzi. Um, I mean, like, yeah. the nature of all this stuff, a lot of the financial crime, I think it's really changed with, like, technology. 
Bitcoin no, it makes hasn't. It, Bitcoin it's actually makes it even it's the same bullshit they were doing when they were selling uh, uh, snake oil at carnivals. Have you, have you seen A Million Ways to Die in the West? You've seen it, right? I have not. But I, You've not that... seen A Million Ways to Die in the West? Is that a book? All right. No, 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 no. Just, just remember this. Um, Is it a hot chick? Pe people die at the fair. Okay. So uh, they, they go to the fair and there's this guy and he's selling, you know, some tonic, right? Some tonic. And, and the ingredients in the tonic include flannel. And they're like, wait a minute, flannel? There's flannel in here? What, you're selling pieces of shirt in this tonic? What, what, why? And the guy says, science. Right, and well, that, that's a valid like, response. Right, and 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 so no, all these things. I mean, I've said this before: the, the the scams or the attempts that people are doing in ICOs to try to take money from people. I'm not, I'm they're not, just different no, versions I, I of that. shit. That I'm not. I'm not saying the patterns. Are, I'm not know. saying the patterns are any different. Like that's why they can like find yeah. these analogous patterns. But I'm. I yeah. am saying that like. For example, the blockchain, like you bring that to a judge, the judge doesn't, he doesn't know what to do with that. So like the, the, you, can, you can fit um, half of what happened into a pattern that exists, but like without the rest of the, without the other half of the puzzle, which they objected to being shown, you can't fit right. the pattern. So that, that's, that's kind of my point is like the people who are at yeah. the SEC don't actually even know what they're looking at all the time. Like these, mm. I, I oh, would actually, think technology the, you know, is a little bit like, may, like throwing a wrench in the gears here. No, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. I, I think the investigators and the attorneys at the SEC are very well educated on how blockchain works, and they did their they did their uh, homework, and they know exactly what's going on, and they know exactly how to submit the evidence, and they know exactly how much to submit and what to leave out, and and they showed that very specifically in the Shavers case. That, that was very targeted, and very strategic. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, look, I mean. <laughs> The government attorneys uh, take a very cavalier view uh, when they're prosecutorial attorneys, in my experience, take a very cavalier view of what's called full candor of the court and disclosure, okay? Um, actually, in one of the most severe cases of it, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but I'm working on this or was working on this wrongful death case in Texas of this prison, right? I remember that. And I, I actually and, um, I remember you were showing the videos li live streaming. Yeah, wasn't that screwed up? Yeah, no, you know? I, I know. So, you, you were doing it. You were doing it on uh, Exotica. Yeah, well, the point was, I was I was trying to do what was called uh, basically jury response research to to get an idea of you know <laughs> how a jury would respond to the scenario, right? What right. and and to get a, a little bit of evaluation of what the claims would be. So, you know, this, this guy dies this terrible death, you know, face down, naked, covered in his own shit in the cell bad, after actually. they gassed him, right? <laughs> it was really bad. It's terrible. And so, um, oh, yeah. It was oh, all yeah. on video. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, and and, J J by and way, here's Jason, the thing. Have you ever considered calling yeah. your show Pro Boner? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. You can but do it like together. I'm just, I'm just, platform, I'm just gonna, though. I'm just throwing that out there. Like you do whatever you want. I'm not your lawyer's a perfectly good name, but I, I think that maybe you should at least consider uh, pro boner. I'll consider it. Yeah, thank you. I'll consider it. <laughs> you do it together with. I'm gonna Sean. submit that. I'm gonna proffer that as evidence to the court. Yeah, the court can right. do it that as it will. So, one of the attorneys for the state, and, and I kind of banged heads with her a couple of times uh, was really <laughs> bang, banged heads with her and a i feel like times. you're not supposed She's to bang bang any any member of the opposing council but you're the lawyer so uh, she, she's really cavalier with with facts <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I, I like, bet that was a big like, turn on. Said Cavalier or Chandelier? Yeah. Cavalier. Uh, really Cavalier words. with facts, um, meaning she, she would leave out a lot of them or just not share them with the court. She's like the and, Donald Trump and, you know, of attorneys. No, 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 no. Those, those are alternative facts. She just didn't say <laughs> what she was supposed I to say. See, okay. And a lot of times, I mean, she did make up some alternative facts. And in fact, I mean, it got so bad. I mean, I called her, I called her out on it multiple times uh, in filings, et cetera. And then it got so bad that, that the judge on his own filed a motion no way. to show cause why the attorney should not be sanctioned for lying, right? I mean, it's like, you know it gets bad when a federal judge files a motion or an order on his own looking at an attorney going, all right, you give me cause why I shouldn't find you in Do, do you have do you, you have know, a lot of respect for that, Jason? Like she's taken one for the team, like she's lying because she has to win. Like that's how she'll No, no, no. I, I, case. I, I think I don't think she was taking one for the team. I think she, you know, this particular attorney wa- was just doing uh what she thought she needed to do to win. And and for some really strange reason, I'm an attorney that believes that you don't change the facts of a case. Make a better argument. Uh, research the law better. Uh, you know, advocate for your client within the bounds of the rules. But when you start making shit up, uh, you're you're breaking the rules. And and I, maybe I'm the ignorant one here. Maybe I'm <laughs> yeah, the, it's a gender thing. <laughs> maybe I'm the stupid one here. But I I, I really don't think you need to bend. Or change the facts in order to win a case. Maybe she was. That, on that's her, not how maybe, you do it. Maybe she was on her period, Jason. Yeah. Have you considered? No, I don't that? think that's relevant. The the the, the when, when you said that you know you do all government attorneys do that? I think some government attorneys are trying to keep their job, advance in their job. They're under pressure to win. Um, you know, a lot of attorneys that work for the government in prosecutorial ways, they have undefeated records, meaning that. They use the power of the government behind them to force you to settle or to take a plea bargain or they get verdicts. They do not accept defeat and they will rig the game and stack the game to make sure that they're undefeated because what that means is when they leave government service, they can go to a law firm and they could say, hey, I was undefeated as a prosecutorial attorney for the state or the federal government. And and so they do whatever they can to keep that undefeated record. And and they and. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to stand up and thump my chest here, but when you run into an attorney like me in the court and I don't give a fuck about your undefeated record. Right? I'm not I'm not here to to let you walk all over me or my client or or for you to pump up your undefeated record. I'm going to call you out on your horseshit. And actually when I went up against the SEC in the Shavers case, one of the attorneys on that, I can't remember her name and even if I did I wouldn't say it out loud cuz I don't want to embarrass her. She made some shit up too. And I called her out on it, and she called me up personally and said, dude, you just called me a liar in front of the court. What the fuck are you doing? I said, well, you did lie, and you are a liar. I'm not here to back you up. I'm not here to to play your game, right? You don't need to stack the deck to win the game. And the SEC stacks the deck to win the game, and that's why I would defend this guy. That's a long-ass answer to your question. I like that in answer. Your game. I think would, good. Would, would you defend this guy? Yeah, I'd defend him so the deck wouldn't be stacked against him. That's very right? generous of you. Oh, fuck no. Well, Pass the hat. I'm getting paid, bono, bitch. Right? <laughs> I, was gonna say, Jason, I don't think Jason's right? saying he's going to do it. Say it. <laughs> he's not, not going to do a pro bono. <laughs> All right, Jason. Um, 
We, That's we, why my show is not pro boner. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, well, it is pro boner. That's the thing. You do it for free. So right. let's. Uh, okay, we we have uh, an enormous amount of urine uh, stacked against us yeah. at this table. So we're going to take a piss break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about penisium, penisium, and our competitor. Your what? Our, our, our hedge fund yeah. has a new competitor. Oh, no way. Oh, it does. That's oh, right. Yeah. The Pamp and Pam competitor. Okay. So when we come back, we'll talk about Penisium and the Pamp and Pam hedge fund's newest competitor, who I think will go nowhere, frankly. Um, and so uh, stay tuned uh, and listen uh, to this beautiful music. She proudly lifts her voice to sound her mating call. And sooner made response by singing Call, call, call Come with me Lesbian seeker Settle down and rest with me Fly with me, lesbian seeker To my little nest by the sea <laughs> that was great. Oh, oh really my god! Into that song. Um, that, that's that's one of the one of one of the classics of the '90s. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that was a uh, very important hit at that time. Right. Uh, I encourage all of you to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Pantera Capital uh, recently just raised a hundred million dollars to be a hedge fund ICO, or to be a hedge fund for 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 these ICOs. What? Uh, yes, uh, they raised a hundred million dollars to 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 do a hedge fund for for all these ICOs. That's they brought, amazing. They brought Joey Crowd on the that's team. Like, that's like fifty percent less than most SEOs raise or ICOs raise, though. Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's still <laughs> less than what you get if you did an ICO, <laughs> but they're taking less risk and they're just you know they're they're, they're going to hedge fund, which is wow. Which is what that's what that's who we are. That's what we do. Right. So they are they're second, I guess, in the market. We've we've pammed harder than they they've definitely. Pammed, I mean, our, so. our 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 gains are, are bigger, are, are much massive. Maybe our, our initial principle may be different. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's why that's that's why I think you need to be the hedge fund manager because you you are the one here who's familiar with gains. Yeah. I well, that, exactly. Like that's why I am that person. That's you know I, I know how to pump. You have a, yeah, and I know how to get the gains. Right. Um, Make your ice. <laughs> like ice hey, he's or crunching the ice. Yeah. No, I hear that. Jason's just like eating. He's crunching <laughs> ice. Maybe it's a uh, pimento <laughs> loaf or something. It could be pimento. Yeah. Jason, are you eating pimento loaf? It's the lettuce. Uh, no, they, they. I mean, and potentially, I mean, there are olives in pimento loaf, but they usually take the pits out of them. You know. Are, uh, you, are you eating olives with sorry. their with the pits? No, no, sorry. I'll, I'll. Uh, I mean, as as most people who watch the show know, I do eat, I do drink. Um, you know, it's just part of my deal. But it's your show. I apologize. No, no, I'll, I, I'll I don't. Stop. I don't care. We're just trying. No, we're, we're no, just, we were just trying, trying to what you're, yeah. discern what the <laughs> sounds were. We were playing. Listen, we were playing uh, games. This was like, uh, what? What is this? Is uh, the segment where we try to figure out what Jason I'll, is eating? Right. I have a ringing in I'll, my I'll left send, ear. I didn't know if that was you uh, or not. 
I'll, I'll send my Bitcoin wallet address, and for two Bitcoin, I'll tell you what I was. Uh, I'll tell you what I was doing. I don't. I don't even give any fucks anymore. We, we, we could do an ICO for that. We could do an ICO. <laughs> <laughs> you um, Thank you for picking up on the ICO. <laughs> but uh, so, so on a slightly worse service, Pantera Capital doing this. Like, is that is there anything else going on there? Like, what does that mean? Like, why? I mean, Pantera like, Pantera's got a fiduciary obligation. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is exactly what that means. To run run a a stupid hedge fund. That is their risk profile. As long as they don't infringe on the name and and don't call themselves Pamptera. Pamptera. Yeah, as long as they don't call themselves Pamptera. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, like, I I, I mean, as far as, like, hedge funds go, Pamptera has been uh, phenomenally successful at acquiring money and not, like, uh, earning anyone their returns. So, I, I'm sure they'll just continue to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know how they performed. And what's funny to me is I almost guarantee that had they just held Bitcoin uh, as like a hedge fund, they would have done much better. Yeah. And everyone probably regrets putting their money in with them. I don't know what their actual returns are. Um, but this is a funny. We we all know this is a funny project. Yeah. Pantera is also interesting in that they're both like a hedge fund and like kind of a VC firm. So. How do you? Yeah, I'm I don't not, know. I'm not going to like I, I don't works, know. J- Jason, you yeah. jump in. Just say well, something, Larry. Um, I I got nothing. I'm still. My mind is still wondering what the trademark implications are for Pamptera. But <laughs> oh, that's great. I love I how mean, you. I love how you. I mean, I'm here. just. I, I'm stuck back on Pamptera. What What did you so want? So are we? Can we sue them <laughs> if they do it? Yeah. Um, no. Someone no. made. Someone made. Did you see the Emin Gun Sire uh, image? Someone made this week with the they word "pamp" on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I uh, I'm guilty of actually uh, posting some Pampers diapers in the dojo and uh, giving it the the heading of "pamp it," but nobody picked up on it. I guess it I, wasn't funny. I, I think it's hilarious. Every time I think like we're Pampers. Yeah, Pampers. You pamp. You yeah. Need pampers right. for your dump. Well, that was that was right. that was the point. Of that's right. You need pampers. pampers you need pampers for your dump. Yeah. Sean's okay, right. That's and right. and and nobody nobody laughed. And I thought it, I thought it was funny. I think that's I think like, that's hilarious. Any anytime you have so, to explain a joke, it completely loses any value. And um, so, so, so that's kind of the story of my life. Yeah. So, so talking about hedge Lose, funds, losing value, losing value. Pamp <laughs> mental yeah. Ta- Talking about hedge funds and our involvement in these ICOs. <laughs> <laughs> Pamp mental loaf. What do you think of that, Jason? That's Dante's uh, innovation. I think I've already trademarked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, so, no, I think that's pretty good. I like it. Johnson, I think I'm going to buy. I've been doing yoga lately just because, you know, I want to be flexible. Mm. Um, I, what if, what if, like, there's this guy the other day, he took his pants off in yoga, just like sat there, like, in his, you know, pant undies. Mm-hmm. And I, what if I wore adult diapers to yoga and did this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that would be great. Like, do you think they'd be like, so like you take his pants, I'm like, all right, we're taking our pants off, so take my pants off, and, and just, I'm just an adult no, diaper. <laughs> do you get, like, all hot so, and sweaty um, and, like, hot as fuck, dude? Do, I do the, the sweaty yoga. Do, oh, oh, the hot yoga. Yeah. So, so you're, you must be like, you take your shirt off, you just dude, drench no, in sweat. I, like, I, take, just, yeah, I take my shirt off and I just have six packs. Yeah. Everywhere. 
But like my whole like body is made of six pack bricks. <laughs> he, 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 he holds a six pack under each arm. Dude, I, I have I have a six pack <laughs> everywhere. I like six packs on six packs. You should see me now with my shirt off. Mm-hmm. I look like the Hulk. There's I'm like there's Louis, maybe I'm like Louis only oh, post steroids the Hulk, which is <laughs> like when he was like one. We have to come back <laughs> to the Hulk after. All right, all right. There's maybe two cities. There's maybe two cities in the United States where you could get away. With doing outdoor hot yoga in, in adult, adult diapers, campers. <laughs> and, and I'm fairly certain you live in one of them. I was them gonna, I was gonna say Florida. Florida's one of them. I don't know if it's the villages. I think that's one of those places. My uncle, I have an uncle. Well, the, your uncle, we should ask him if we could do ask him if we could do adult that. diaper. We probably can. Adult yeah. diaper uh, hot yoga. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it puts a whole new meaning like child pose. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you do it outdoors, there's some like occasional weird guys gonna show up and like watch and like. Well, yeah, you're just gonna oh, be like, like yeah. there's, there's, no, the, no, there's no. the there's the adult diaper like molester over there. No, yeah. you got to do it in like Hollywood Beach. You know you where all the French <laughs> Canadians are wearing speedos. Have you ever just, seen you those? Just gotta do it. You gotta do it. it it's got to be hilarious. Where's the other place, Jason? <laughs> India. Uh, no, I think you already said it. I think it was San Francisco. Oh, it is San Francisco. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, I, I nailed it. Well done. Do, do, do you Although, as, 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 as a runner around with like adult diapers or like. San Francisco has. Oh, they also do like Tai Chi, right? And adult diapers. adult diapers. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they already got sure, there to do this? Right. The J- Jason knows. He's been there. Well, I I I served in the in the Air Force in the San Francisco area, and, <laughs> and it, it, this wouldn't be uncommon. But I'm thinking that as, as a potential runner-up or maybe competition for second place would be Venice Beach in uh, in Los Angeles. But um, right. But I, I think right from the beginning, I think South Florida, you've already got it nailed. You you're you're in the spot to do yeah. it. Yeah, I just so. I just think I like the visual of like 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 tit for tat, like some hot guy. In the yoga class, like taking his pants off and just being there in his underwear. No, 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 no. Junk it, is like it's filling it be, out. And like there's junk. It's got to be like, outdoor oh, I guess, hot yoga. I guess that's what we're doing. Just like take my pants off and it's just me and. Me and my fat self. What's funny for me is that everything I do is just a fat joke. Anything. Well, I think you can pull it off. I mean, I think you can make that The beauty of adult diapers is nobody can pull them off. So that means everybody pulls them off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you've been having a lot of trouble tracking these ICOs. Oh, we, we promised well, that we talk about Penisium. So let's well, let's well, do because, that. Because you're an advisor. Yeah, I'm an advisor of Penisium. Yeah. Penisium is uh, is a is a wait, pamp and wait, pamp. wait, 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 wait. What? Hold on a second. Yeah. You're an you're an advisor on Penisium. <laughs> well, you have to you have to look, Jason, I don't want to lecture you on how this works, but you got to evaluate projects. <laughs> You got <laughs> what? Why is this funny? I have a very I have I guys guys I am I am I have a reputable name. I am not going to put it on just anything. <laughs> I you you need to spend a lot of time deciding what it is you're going to give your reputation to. Right. Right. And oh. I think I think that penisium measuring the size of your epine is a, a valid project. And I stand behind it 100% until they do I'm an ICO where they actually raise it. money. Well, I'm, you can, I'm, I'm, I'm not standing behind too. it I, or anything I, I think, related to I, it. I don't want to stand you, behind I, it. Jason, I got to say, you have two choices. You either stand behind it or <laughs> you stand, stand in front, front of it. it. <laughs> and and I, I, think, I think that behind it is a better position for us straight men. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean knows better. Sean, what do, what do you say? Would, would you, as a gay man, would you stand in front of it? 
Uh, well, I, I could go. I could go either way. You could I go either I way. I that makes, in front of it, that makes yeah. perfect sense. And I would, I would prefer spacing <laughs> it. <and laughs> J- Jason, however, it. wants to stand in front of it. Do it so. Doing my own little penisium thing, so it's oh, like a sword cross. I, I imagine your penisium, your e pen, is probably fairly large. Um, Sean, Jason, Jason's, I think, would probably be pretty small. I don't really know anything about the metrics they're using. I just think that I just think it's a great project. <laughs> this show <laughs> is suddenly becoming X rated. Uh, I think so- you know, South Park X- covered yeah, well. this algorithm already. <laughs> is is this based on the TMI algorithm from South Park? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, so much I'm certain. I'm certain that it is. Uh, the difference is that, like, I'm sure there's going to be uh, fortunes made with PSM. Yeah. <laughs> right and and, and, and the question is is know? the algorithm uh you know no it's yeah, so from, what, what, from from where does it is it proof of work or proof, proof of stake law. in this no, algorithm it's proof of law it's oh, it's, it i believe it's it's they're, they're calling it proof of law but i think it's it's proof of herpes oh. when is their ico and how much are you getting oh, let me tell you i i have no i have no idea the answer to either question um and i hope it's i hope that i i hope uh, I, I would think that by being an advisor to Penisium, my EPN would be one of the largest. I would think that would be why they'd want me. Right. But maybe they're like going for extremes. So maybe there's like people on this uh, panel of advisors who have tiny EPNs and people with large EPNs just so they can kind of get like the spectrum of mm-hmm. EPN size. I, I don't know. But I, I, I'm guessing that my EPN is fairly large. I've always thought it was large. Um, girls have told me it's large. Uh, but I don't. <laughs> but <really> they lie <laughs> too. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I mean, that's they also tell Dante his is yeah, exactly. large. Exactly, and we all know Dante's. That's is how I know they lie. Um, so yeah, so like you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm getting any, um, but I hope that it takes all of my reputation. Oh, does right. this project bring more women into the space? Or do you think they're already here? I think the EP has always been responsible for bringing women into the space. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I, 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 I have no affiliation other than as a person listed on their website and a person who is in their Telegram channel, um, and that mm-hmm. is that is the extent of my advising. And I, I'm really proud to be part of the project uh, to that extent, as a person who's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's so um, I, I just want to just want to recap here, and in case you you weren't aware of this algorithm, for all of you that are getting ready to to set up yeah, your ASICs yes. to mine Penisium. Yeah, tell me about tell me about the algorithm of the project the, that I'm an advisor on, Jason. Yeah. God, so to, to give an example, it's length times diameter plus weight over girth divided by <laughs> angle to tip squared. All right. I developed that. On a spreadsheet, and, <laughs> and and the example given, the example given is is fairly simple. Uh, Randy Marsh has a penis that is 4.4 inches in length. Its angle is 32 degrees. Its flaccid flaccid girth is one inch in diameter. His balls are seven centimeters from the base. Randy notes that the drift of his penis is four centimeters to penis right, and its dead weight is 4.5 kilograms. <laughs> Penis? Therefore, wait, wait, Randy's, right? Randy's adjusted penis size is 6.3 inches. Which, Very nice. Uh, wait, penis right? right. It, it, it turns to the right. My, can my, we, can my we penis s- goes to the right. Every, a lot of penises do, but like... like, 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 like I just like I like the notion of giving people instructions in, in penis <laughs> directions. Based on penis <laughs> right or penis <laughs> like, like, and, and like, it, it, yeah. it's like... Uh, uh, what's, what's that? The K? Kelvin. It's like Kelvin. It's, it's just like <laughs> one degree is one degree. 
but like it starts at a yeah. different, you know. So like we were like, well, turn penis right. <laughs> what, what the fuck is yeah. penis right? Well, it's the same no, no, as right, it's but four it's four centimeters penis right. 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 So so <laughs> I mean, you're not really even sure where that measurement starts from, <laughs> right? But it's, wherever it is, it's, get it's, on the highway. It's just based take off pe- of penis pe- right. Yeah, you got to go to you got to go penis right. Uh, down, down, down the on-ramp, yeah. and uh, you, you go penis yeah. straight. <laughs> penis straight for eight miles. Uh. <laughs> oh, I, again, I, like I said, I'm very proud to be part of this project. <laughs> so Joey, Joey Krug is part of the Pantera Capital team. Yeah. That blows my mind. What are they doing with Joey. And his well, knowledge of nothing. My first thought are using Auger to determine which ones to invest in. They're, wait, they're using Auger? No, they're not. That, no, it's, that just, it's, just, it's just because he's pamped before. Uh, he's pamped he's, 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 he's an ICO. So he has, oh, he's, a, he's experienced. He's an experienced ICO person. I, that's good, though. They're, they're like bringing that. on a specialist. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So is <laughs> he going to like identify, or is he going to help pamp? Uh, I think it's going to, I, I don't know, help help identify, or maybe, maybe, maybe work with some of these okay. teams to help him. I'm not sure. Okay, but so, so, so like Auger, he, he, he is like he has the same investment title as uh, what's his face, the the, the other guy, uh, Morehouse, D- Dan, David Morehead, D- Dan had Morehead, Morehouse, Morehouse. Morehead. Morehead. Morehead, get Morehead. Um, wow, that that's they have a lot of money now. They could sue you for that. Oh, you know, um, Joey Joey Krug, Krug. or Krug. Okay, so Auger is an auspicious name. He's going to literally be their Auger. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> fucked up. Do you know who um, you know Auger is? Who ours? Yeah, it's Keck. Oh yeah, Keck. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So th- I I saw a story this week that I really I, I it made me laugh so hard because it is exactly exactly how I think of these ICOs. It it like encapsulated the entirety of the ICO industry. I'm so proud to be uh to have to to have watched this happen. Um, an ICO opened a white a guy opened a white paper to an ICO, mm-hmm. and uh, he, when he read it, and uh, then all of his money was gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think that's roughly the order it of had, events, it had right? An automatic investment. Automatic investment vehicle. You yeah. didn't even have to send it anything. But it would just take it from you. You know, for, for right. it was a, it had a push or it had a pull it, it had a, a pull, pull mechanism. It had a pull that's feature. Yeah. Genius. He uh, was he, that was that uh, the ICO? It's for the pull feature. It, of well, it, like it wasn't just this one guy; it was other people. So it was uh, that was part of the. That was Here, part J- of the Jason, question: If you if you give them a yep. white paper and you put in the white paper that reading this white paper is a tacit agreement to invest in the ICO, and along with the white paper comes a program. I'm not going to call it a virus because that macro. seems a, a macro that uh, logs into your <laughs> wallet and sends. Sends you, <laughs> sends their money. Uh, it's not even money. Sends their uh, their commodity of Bitcoin to some address somewhere. Um, is that it, is that fine? Uh, that's called theft. In your world, <laughs> you just say that's straight up theft to me. That sounds like a, yeah. That, that sounds like no different no, that, than that, other ICOs. Like the technology that, that's crime and, and here's the other but here's the other thing jason like if if it is a white paper about how this is in fact an ico for a program that does exactly this um and that reading the white paper is an execution of an agreement to invest in that then doesn't that lend this ico more legitimacy than all other icos that have ever uh, been executed um, isn't this the most well, honest you know, ico well, the guy if, that, if, so if, if we're going to agree that code is law, I guess. I mean, if code is law, then then fine. But but if but Jason um, Seibert is law. No, nah, well, um, 
So my, my favorite example of bullshit contracts is the end user license agreement or the EULA that uh, included that by agreeing to use uh, that software that you actually were signing over your eternal soul. Um, and, and so the, uh, the, the court found that that clause was actually invalid, and I'm kind of glad, but... Um, you know, just putting putting terms into what, what, an wasn't agreement. That, wasn't that the South Park uh, the South Park thing with the Apple the South Park episode with the Apple agreement? Oh, I don't know about that yeah, one. Yeah, they, how, it, how it was the, the human centipede. Apple, I missed it. They, they by signing it, they agreed to become part of a human centipede, where like one person's lips would be attached to another person's asshole. That's great. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Is he no, punching uh, or snorting? Ask him. He's right there on the phone. He can hear you. Well, I'm just talking right. about uh, him. Sorry, I'm, I'm eating. Uh, the, 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 the reality is is that uh, unconscionable or, or non-bargain-for uh, 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 clauses in a contract will be stricken from a contract. So uh, to, to get serious for a moment, when people launch these ICOs and they think they can put whatever clause they want to in them uh, just because magic language, um, ha-ha, uh, the, the court kind of sees through that, and they'll strike those out if <clears throat> if they're unconscionable or. If, but you know they will. All, they'll keep some portions of the contract, unless it's really bad, and then they'll just declare the whole thing void. Uh, the legal term is void ab initio, meaning it's void from its beginning. I feel and like you're entire. Yeah, it does sound like <laughs> void ab initio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the clause is right. gone. I've done it. You know what? Well, Jason, it goes I think back that, to I think that you it goes start... back to our Jonathan Black reference. I mean that that goes back to Jonathan Black would say something like. I think that. you need those spells to execute smart. I was, I was, I was, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. Right, Good yeah. idea. Void ab initio. <laughs> Jason, do you do that for clients? Like whenever like. Uh, you go in. You, you go into like a court of law, and and the judge is like, "This will be void ab initio." And then like you stand up, void ab initio. You like cast the spell, and then from then on, in fact, that contract no longer has that language. Yep, um, that's so. No, I, I don't do that. No, because that's that's how well, I would operate as a lawyer. I'd actually have a magic uh, wand. With me. <laughs> and like glitter everywhere I'd go I'd carry glitter and a magic wand and I would say like legal terms and you're like void ab initio and just like throw them together great. Like other, other lawyers would be like you, you can't do that and like I just did bro that's great you pull the so, litter uh, out of a boot right yeah I think I'd be hate if I went to like Columbia Law School. They'd be like, "What? The, get the this guy out the fuck!" He's like, "He's a good lawyer." Yeah, he's a good lawyer. <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure it was but he throws right. glitter every time he like gets a I declaration. Know. He's got it down. <laughs> so I, the last couple of judges I appeared in front of were federal judges in in West Texas. Boy, I'm an issue. I believe if I had actually showed up in front of those uh, judges uh, and and tr with a wand and some glitter, I'm fairly certain and that I would either be in jail or I'd be fed to somebody's pigs. They can't put you, no, no. Oh. Jason, like they can't put you in jail for wearing a cape and and having a magic wand and glitter. You know, you it, must have read too court far. In Texas, man, they can do just about I whatever they want. Texas has been doing that to gay people for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's he read, he read too far true. into the notes. He read about the pig. Yeah. Stuff, but, Did I? I? I'm sorry. I had no, no idea. No, no, no. We'll we'll get there later. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay. that, was that your sorry. section, Dante? Uh, Dante, Dante put some notes together to, this week. You know, as long as Jason sticks around for the the pig, right. the pig uh, part. The pig part. All right. Yeah. Okay. So like, uh, we, come later. We Thanks. we put some money into Veritasium, which I'm mm. very very happy about. 
Um, and it it Reggie. has Reggie. 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 Bravo, Reggie. Reggie Middleton. <laughs> has like pumped this. This thing is one of the oldest Bitcoin projects. Um, I'm proud to say that I was in the room at the first North American Bitcoin conference when Reggie Middleton <laughs> was talking about his idea of Eritasium. <clears throat> which he guaranteed at the time was going to be in Bitcoin, not on one of these stupid other projects. Um, and so finally, I am excited to say that he finally released Veritasium, the project he announced years ago on Ethereum. Well, he saw the light. He should, he should use Veritas token, and it, uh, it, it pamped. It's pamping. Really? But what, how much did we put in? How much did we put in? We put in like 200 bucks. And how much did we... Uh, like how much is it? How much like is it worth now? Valued. Yeah. Uh, get that mic right up to your. Oh, I have to put like right up in put my. Like, put it like a put cock. A, like I put a cock in your mouth. <laughs> and a cock yeah. in my mouth. Uh, it's filters. Filters. Oh, it's like um, <laughs> well, before the price, actually everything's kind of going down. Yeah. Um, oh no. But the amount that we put in and. <laughs> so we put in two hundred bucks like a month ago, and it's like seventy four hundred dollars. So it's worth seventy four hundred dollars. Yeah. Congrats! That's what? Some good games. So I have. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm shaking your hand right oh, now. Well, thank you. Trying, you are. I'm trying to do math. One of, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do one of the most successful hedge fund managers I, I've ever worked. I've with. done extremely well. I that's that's like a uh, 37 times. 37 times earnings. Yeah. <laughs> that's not <laughs> what that like is. 37 x. 37 x. Was it 3,700 percent? Yeah. I'm that percent. Three hundred seventy percent. I don't. I don't know how to do math, yeah. but that's a lot of percent. Congratulations. Uh, that is. So, those are some uh, sick gains. Thank you. I, I just. I just want to point out. Um, uh, yes, this has been a project that's been going on for a while, but I, I actually am holding an, an actual ver, veritasium, veritasium ultra coin in my hand. Amazing! And, wow. Like and for those deal. that have been around, for those that have been around long enough, uh, they they know that. You know, Reggie was actually <clears throat> handing out these coins. Uh, I got mine in New York. Uh, he gave me one I, when we were talking I about. I have I have a number of them, and I don't know where they are. And, I, I really uh, never believed that his project would get off the ground. Well, are they like Cassius coins? And I don't even know that it got off the ground. I think he just issued a coin. <laughs> well, that's all he did. He and then, and then, but and the then he flew down, down to Jamaica. Place, but you, yeah, well, well, the only place that has been trading up until very recently was Ether Delta, which is this like shitty. Non-decentralized. I don't know how it works under the it's hood. It's like non-decentralized, decentralized exchange network. on yeah. Ethereum. Yeah, it's like and a it's, bilateral it's, exchange kind of thing. It doesn't do like matching orders. You actually have to like like if, if I list something like, for something, somebody has to buy that ex exact amount. Come, come buy this for yeah. me. <laughs> Hello. Right. And it's like a whole so, it's a whole so cockamamie way to, to to get it. And then he and then I think it's on another exchange. Interesting. Th there's also like a whole bunch of these exchanges popping up, which are hilarious. Well, everyone wants in. And like, everyone, uh, and, and oh, they won't list your token. That's so rude of them. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, I right. think like some of these smaller ones, like like liquid, <laughs> liquid, <laughs> and uh, there's another one. There's like, so many liquid based. Vicky Lickham is announcing his ICO, or they did that. They did to Civic. What, what is it? Civic. Civic. Yeah. Uh, li Licky, the uh, the Licky. ICO. Mm -hmm. Likey. Oh, Likey. 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 The exchange. Yeah. What happened I mean, with Civic? Did something happen with that? I mean, the same thing that happened to every other goddamn ICO happened to Civic. They they made too much money. And and no one knows what they're so, doing. So I'm holding this coin, right? And and there's an address on the on the back of this coin. Yeah. Right? That That's, that's supposedly some value of coin or something. Maybe. And and then it and then it lists you know some information on here, including a website address that's supposed to be associated with the coin. Oh yeah. 
Well, I, I entered the website address in and and um, it's down. This. It's it's like he he gave he he completely no because that, that was that was that was ultra associated with it. That was Ultracoin, and I think Ultracoin was the original name for Veritasium. Yeah. Well, apparently, I have a nice paperweight now, and well, and I'm just wondering, you know, maybe you can when, sell it back to Reggie. Is, is is uh it, how long how long is it i mean that's i mean it says veritasium on it right so is that is that what is worth seven thousand dollars for your two hundred dollars now because i'm pretty sure my veritasium coin here has got to be worth token. something yeah ver veritasium no no ver veritas is oh. the token and then veritasium is a project ah so oh. ver veritas not veritasium. that means truth in latin right uh yeah yeah i think so what, why? I don't care what it means. Uh, how much money do I have? How much money am I holding my hand? I'm holding one Ultra Coin, coin. Yeah, worth which, of value, which is whatever Ultra Coin trades at, which is probably not much. Which is zero. Yeah. I think that was, zero. That was, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that Ultra Coin from you for like thirty-seven cents. So, I guess it's worth that at least. Uh, I'm, it might be worth a little bit more than that, but. Okay, so so he he get this this ICO ends mm -hmm. and uh, th you know Veritas pumps and then Reggie Middleton uh, runs personally runs mm -hmm. right down to Jamaica yeah and he meets he yeah. meets with them and says hello Jamaicans yeah. I am Reggie Middleton I am Reggie Middleton and I want <laughs> to control your stock market and he like uh, and, and so what 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 are they doing they're like having they're gonna well, run the entire Jamaican stock market. Which what it trades exclusively in banana futures? Like what, the, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do people trade on the? Do they still like? Do you buy like like slaves in the East Indies or something like that? Like what trades on the Jamaican stock market? I, I, probably not marijuana, but maybe marijuana. Maybe weed. Is maybe it weed? Bob weed Marley only? posters or Bob Marley? Bob Marley no, signs. I don't know. The, definitely not onions. That's uh, that's one thing not, I know. Yeah. Definitely not onion futures. onions futures. Yeah, but yeah, he he made some deal with them. He's he's not releasing the details, but he's like going around like talking to like uh, like some. This this is like the uh, fact people people Haitian, like, the yeah. factum, uh, not Haiti, but like uh, uh, Honduras. So just. Just, just to, just to kind of follow up on it, do a little research while you know the show is broadcasting live. I, I actually went to the Jamaica Start Stock Exchange website, which is jamstockx.com. <laughs> and jamstockx.com. And the front page of this looks like uh, some form of game show. In, in, 2016, in 2016, 15 new securities listed. Well, I mean, wait for it. Right. 52 securities increased oh in my price. God. This, this looks, this like looks very, show. very 52. much like a, a gambling, like you a lottery it? ticket site. Yeah. We're all there. You know, here's, here's the thing, Jason, right. and you should comment on this. I think that there's this notion that stock exchanges are legitimate entities that are somehow like in existence as a result of like the government like that somehow the nasdaq is a government entity or like the chicago board of like trade but no that's not the case in fact these are the places where lots and lots of crime has happened over the years and uh have the reason we have things like the cftc is to regulate like these trading floors um and you know like it's it to me like i look at these countries which are semi-legitimate in themselves and they have like no regulation around these stock exchanges. Like what? I mean, wh what is this? This is a deal uh, that is no different than like I don't know, like going to some like half-ass I don't know Colorado exchange trying to sell weed in the United States. 
Yeah. No, no, it's 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 a little bit more than that. Well, it, at least in the United a, States, it's a regulated by the stock CFTC. exchange <laughs> selling weed, right? I mean. Now, whereas, listen, whereas I, I Jamaica, don't take away like, from... You're not taking anything away. We're just calling it like it is. Like, at least in, in Jamaica, right. I, w- I would like to know what the regulatory infrastructure is for this exchange. Now, I, I don't know if you see this or not, but there's a link right below the build 2017 get on board splash part of the Jamaica exchange. Where is this? Uh, where there's a link there that says, learn how to trade now. Beginner's guide, the art of buying and selling shares. 17th July 2017. The, well, the, the I, thing I that's, bet the volume um, on this is so low. Uh, the, the thing that's a little worrisome to me, just from a, uh, when when I, I you would never see uh, a link on like the New York Stock Exchange's website for a beginner's guide to the art of buying and selling shares. Oh yeah. Well, th- this is the uh, this, is the, jun- this is the J- the JV the junior varsity of stocks. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> this is JV. <laughs> this is the, this is like where you practice. You have you have like this, and then like after you waste a little money here, you go to Investopedia and you pretend trade. Listen, listen. Right. There, there's there's Major League Baseball, right? There's the minor leagues, right? Triple A. Then you got uh, you know Triple A short season. You got Single A, Single A short season. And right? then you have and then you have Jamaican baseball. No, 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 no. Then you've got no the National Rutgers, Adult Fast Pitch Baseball Association. Oh, they play, okay? yeah. And then, is, and, and then you forget yeah. you have the T-Ball Adult Diaper League. Adult T-Ball Diaper League. <laughs> and this is the Adult T-Ball Diaper League. And, right. and then you have the Jamaica Stock Exchange. <laughs> right. This I'm is not. I'm, I'm just. I'm fucking looking at this. This is amazing. I mean, like so fucking boring. Yeah, but like these these stock it's exchanges. Like watching golf. What is? What is? No baseball. Oh, I love baseball. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. the, the Jamaican, the Jamaican stock. I don't want to admit that, but like I, that's the only He's sport lying. I really like. He's lying. Um, the like. See? Right, <laughs> but but stock exchanges for are, are are like weird, dirty institutions. They, they there's no way that this is in any way legitimate. I love this. This is great. Just because it's called the Jamaica Stock Exchange, like for all we know, this could be like. There could be an actual like stock exchange in Jamaica that like is legitimate, and this could be like the non-legitimate one, which we is could hilarious. we could be re- we could really be getting rickrolled right now. That's basically what right. it is. Exactly. Right? Like I, I like this you is, this, yeah. but this is funny. You're you're absolutely right, Jason. This like website looks. It looks like it was designed to sell like lottery tickets to children. It's amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, I you know I tell you, if Bit Nation only had a site this nice, it would have been. No, 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 in the upper right-hand corner of that graphic, do you see it? Do you see it? Wealth brought to you by the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Oh, I don't see that because the ticker is going, like, I don't see that. No, no, right right underneath the ticker. uh, So there's the red arrow and blue arrow, and right above the red and blue arrow, you got this little thing in the right-hand corner up there. It says, well, brought to you by the Jamaica Stock Exchange. The only thing I see is brought to you by the Jamaica Stock. I don't see the, the wealth. Oh, you um, don't see the wealth part? No, I'm, I'm okay. refreshing to see yeah. it. No, it, it didn't Sorry. do it. So, like, their their website doesn't uh, even make, load the same on your computer as it does mine. Yeah, make, make your window a little taller. They don't have the apparently. I, I do see here the 15 new securities, listed, 52 securities increased in price. Yeah. 52, <laughs> 52 securities imp- increased in price. In, just in 2016. Wrong. Oh my though, god! Right. It, right. Nine company stock price tripled. These aren't even things that are like affected the effect of the exchange existing. These are things that you would think would be endemic to like the fact that a company wait, is wait, doing wait, well. Wait, 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 wait. I, I want to point out that one of the one of the companies listed, 
JMMB Group Limited. I don't even I don't even know what that is. Well, they <laughs> JMMB Group Limited. Um, today's volume zero. <laughs> today's price. Today's price. Like the actual price of this thing, buck fifty. There you, you go. Can get it in for you can get it for a buck fifty. You can get it. You know, you can you can get I'm in. in. You want in? You I'm in. in. I build wealth in 2017. Get, get on board. Right. JSC cross listed index zero volume well, zero. This, I mean, value. this makes perfect sense. Like I, I understand exactly how. Uh, like when I first heard it, I was like, you know, the thing I'm worried about is I don't know how Veritasium is going to handle the volume of the entire Jamaica Stock Exchange. Is that what it's doing? Is it is is the? I mean, is is. Because it's basically then going to be the the Veritasium network, which is Ethereum, right? right? Ethereum smart contracts, which crash. The Ethereum network crash when when you ask it to process a million dollars worth of tokens, right? Right. Well, the, I I don't think that's what's going on here. I I think that like I think that I thought he, like Sean, I correct me if I'm wrong, he but just I thought he tweeted was, out that he was like meeting with them and like hinting at a deal. In, interesting. Like, in a tweet, and I don't know if there's actually going to be anything or not there i don't know but i just know he's like going there to like try <laughs> right i mean i i, I thought, might be, might I thought the announcement not. sounded like he had a deal with them to basically like do the management of their back end which i think is hilarious because like to me that's a win-win for them now they're going to get to say on the, the front of their page blockchain so yeah that'll be great um so reggie middleton probably doesn't have a deal <laughs> or even if he does it doesn't matter uh, so Tezos and EOS, these are probably my favorite uh, of all the ICOs so far. Well, they're, I think they're, they're, they're weirdly similar, the despite being completely the different. Couple of weeks, yeah. Um, all I know is so, and I'm kind of keeping track of like who's giving their reputation up here. And Tezos, I think, has a few people <laughs> on the project who I don't know who they are, but I know they have Emin Gunsa. Oh, and it's and they also is it have, Tezos or Tezos? I don't know. And they also have uh, uh, Wil Wilco Zukok. Uh, <laughs> Or is it or is it or is it Zuko? <laughs> Zuko is hilarious. It's Zukok. Actually, it's Zukok. Let's you know. Come on, Zukok. Wilco I have no idea. Wilco Zukok. So uh, both of them are listed on uh, as like advisors on the project. Yeah, and uh, they they have some governance <laughs> things. He's the professor. Emmett Sire is professor. Yeah, Wilco Zukok is not. Yeah, he's a he's the Zcash. He's the Zcash guy that like doesn't know how yeah. Zcash works, right? <laughs> or or, or uh, the, their encryption thing, the what's it called? Oh, uh, frick! Uh, no, it's not frick. Not Lipsec. No, that's not no, it's not Lipsec. Lipsec. Lipsec just sounds like a fun word. Schnar. Schnar. Oh, oh, Schnar. 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 <laughs> yeah, um, he doesn't know how Schnorr works, despite his project being like 100% based on Schnorr. <laughs> um, so that, that that's uh, that's excellent. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of people doing this, like listing themselves here. It sounds like Brock Pierce is now listed on Bancor. He's an advisor um, in Bancor, right? Now, yeah. I mean, so, so like a lot of these people are, are you're seeing them go into these. ICOs I've heard he's openly admitting now that he's a billionaire. So that I mean, that's good of Brock. Really? So like, what the fuck is he doing? He's got plenty of money. Why is he risking his reputation? Why is he like? Like, why is he doubling down here? Does he actually... Who, Zuko? No, no, Brock what? Pierce. I think that people actually uh. believe that these projects have legitimacy. <laughs> I'm 
I'm still laughing at Zukak. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we'll go Zukak. That's very Zukak. funny. I mean, where does he go up to the the, the giraffe? Is it Wilcox? Zuko? The, the zebra? Zuko Wilcox? Uh, Zuko He goes to the zebra. He goes to the And then he asks, he's like, show me your penisium. He goes <laughs> to the zebra. <laughs> but <laughs> but you're thinking that like maybe guys like Brad Pierce really think like this yeah. is like a good well, idea. Well, I, I think they like must because like they're like w- like what like he's he, I think what he's thinking when he gets on these boards like I have nothing to lose. Yeah, this is a win-win. I'm not putting any money in, and I'm just gonna be on the I'm gonna be on the next wave of innovation. Yeah, because I think like Bancor is another project that's talking about like all the things it can fix and like the things it can make better, which is like. Their, their trading platform. Right I, I still have I told so you. Did I tell I you what? what that credit. Like, did I, I tell you what Bancor is? Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Didn't didn't no, uh, didn't Brock didn't, tell me. didn't didn't Brock invest through uh, through um, what what's the name of his um, investment cap- arm? Blockchain capital. Blockchain capital. Didn't yeah. they invest like last month in Probably. Bancor? Oh, they may have. Yeah. So Probably. wait. So, probably, so, so you're sense. telling me? No, hold on, hold on. I get it. Brock is is agreeing to be an advisor to get the pamp on. Probably. That's how, that's how you right? I mean, he's like he's he's got to put on his pampers. Yeah. Right. So he he's got a vested interest in his investment uh through through blockchain capital, but now he's going to be on the advisory board, but he's an investor and he's going to get inside information on the investment or and or be able to manipulate the information that's going out about it. It's a total pamp move. It's this kind of shit that would never be allowed in normal regulated markets, it would be too well, obvious I mean, of a conflict of interest again, and would be allowed to happen. What's funny to me, and you know this, is we <laughs> sussed out all of these things already. Like, th- there's plenty of arguments to be made that, like, insider trading doesn't really hurt too many people. But we got rid of it for, like, different reasons. Like, I don't know, maybe insider trading isn't good when you're a senator. So, like, you know, although you can do it when you're a senator. Um, but, like, you know, there's, there's plenty of reasons. There's plenty of reasons to, like, not allow a lot of these things. And we have good historical reasons why they were basically rooted out as rules. Um, and so now with, like, the ICOs, everyone's throwing these rules out the windows like they don't apply. But they fucking are yeah. going to apply. There's That's no right. difference here. It's completely analogous. Yeah. Like this. Uh. This is just all. This is is uh, is pink sheets. Like, there's a lot of analogies here that I could make that like that these that these are very similar to. The only difference between this and a pink sheet is that you don't have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to like buy a shell from another corporation. You can just buy it directly, and you don't have to do like Edgar filings. Mm. So is it so 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 blockchain provide regulatory arbitrage for, for the pink sheet industry? The, maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> the, these ideas. You, you know what? I've never said this before. Disruption. I've never said this before. <laughs> yeah, Innovation. disruption. <laughs> I've never said this before, and I don't know that I'll ever say it again. The difference between the pink sheet industry mm-hmm. and the uh, ICO industry is that pink sheets have more legitimate ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like innovative windshield what windshield wipers, or right? Like, like, like I, things I, that, I, that may actually, right. like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I had I knew a guy who bought a pink sheet uh, a corporation. He bought a he bought a thing to like back into. And his great plan was he was going to trademark a bunch of really stupid ideas and then sue Sony for having already <laughs> rele- released the ideas. And I was like, well, good luck to you, bro. He wanted like investment for this. I was like, I'm not I'm not giving you any money, but good luck to you. I hope that it like pans out. That's a better idea than any of the ICOs I've heard. 
Yeah. And that's a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. But it makes more sense than any of the ICOs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's, that's, but, the, like, yeah. it goes back to, like, I, I don't know. People, people have no idea how to evaluate, like, the ideas here, I guess. And, like, I don't know. Or I, don't, I don't know that there, that anyone cares to evaluate the ideas. It's invest first, ask questions later. Yeah. What's a Bancor? Oh, so a Bancor, interestingly, is a unit proposed by John Maynard Keynes as the global currency. Oh, interesting. Which I think is funny that these, like, libtard ETH idiots are, like, right back to the person they hate. Keynes. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so that's that's where they're and that's where they're getting the idea from. Well, like, that's where the name came from. At least. It's so I, I don't know exactly what they're <laughs> doing, but like that's where the name comes from. Yeah. Well, no. But what I'm saying is like they're trying to be some type of like whatever platform. Well, but they're right. Using they're trying the name because right. They're trying to like mimic that, which is funny because it's coming directly from the guy that. Kind like, of, I think they. I think they probably read a book and they heard about Bancor and like that was probably the like germ of the idea. And, like we could we could do that with blockchain. Yeah. And they like proposed Bancor, and they're all children. Mm-hmm. And the this is like one of those ideas that I think like someone came up with like a cute idea for a hot dog stand name, and like decided to like put his life savings into the hot dog stand idea because he had a good name. That's like that's that's to me how Bancor strikes me. Yeah. For which they were compensated 150 million dollars. <laughs> so who am I to say that this hot dog stand name wasn't great? Yeah. I, I you know right. and. And two minutes after this broadcast, somebody's going to be releasing a press release for Ironic Coin. Right. That's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Is that you, Jason? Are you going to be releasing that presser? No, no, no. I'm I'm still working on the Blurk project. I'm I'm very very committed to the Blurk coin. Yeah. And uh, there's only one coin, and that's Blurk coin. All the other haters, you can try to create your little. Pack of lies, your throne of lies, <laughs> throne of lies. your coins, right? But uh, there is only one coin, and it's Blurt Coin. The sooner you realize that, get with it. the The more you're gonna, the more you're gonna benefit. I I promise. Jason, did you hear that Mark Cuban wants to get into the ICO stuff? Uh, he, 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 I can confirm, uh, I cannot confirm or deny I that Mark I, Cuban and I have spoken about Blurt coin. So. <laughs> well, I don't think it's about Blurt coin. It's about, it's about another project that he's invested in. That is, I uh, cannot confirm or deny that I've spoken with Mark Cuban about ICO. Yeah. Um, so this was actually like, I think this part, this is interesting as all well, because I, I can either confirm is, or deny that Mark Cuban is my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can either confirm or deny that Mark Cuban and I have had sex, or that he's watching, that he's watching <laughs> masturbate. Can I can I say that is that a magic set of words, uh, Jason, my lawyer? Yeah. Uh, I'm not your lawyer, and um, I can neither confirm no nor deny. I can neither confirm nor deny I did X. That, right, just like I, I can well, neither confirm nor deny that I sucked uh, Donald Trump's penis. Well, I think if you if you listen to government attorneys uh, who are doing investigations that try to make things sound official, uh, they'll say, well, we cannot confirm or deny the existence of an investigation into the matter until such time as the maybe investigation is over. Right. I mean, it's just it, it's just stupid language. The investigation that may or know. may not be happening. Yeah, it may or may not have occurred. It's a transgender, it's about, a transgender investigation that's accused about its identity, yeah. whether it exists or not. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Transge- what was in the news the other day about transgender? 
we haven't that? gotten there. I know, we yet. haven't gotten there yet. But anyway, so back is that in there? Oh, you're yep. actually going to yep. talk about oh, yeah. the the ID yes. stuff? Yes, we are. Oh, that's oh, the, trans, the we we are very into transgender issues here on the show. We, yeah. As as a transgender myself, I I ask I, I ask that we uh, discuss all transgender based news. Yeah. But but back to well, the decentralized Junseth policy would include um, all genders. It's not gender specific, is it? Oh, okay, so no, nothing here is. Yeah, excellent. So, right. so he's, so, he's so, unicorn. No, no, no. That? You, yeah, it, that's exactly what's going on. Okay. But unicorn's actually been around for a few years now, right. um, and they invested in it, and they're doing esports uh, betting. Gambling. All right, that's that's their Great. idea. Okay, so they're creating. Uh, they're going to do their own ICO for uh, unicorn gold. Is they're going to be their token name? And uh, yeah, it's it's just a token that they're doing, and and Mark Cuban's an investor, but, Unic, it, but it's Unic but it's another example coins. of a, Unic, an existing startup that's Unic going into the coins. ICO. Unic coins, yep. is so that what Unic, they're unicorn? But it's Unic unicorn with like a coins. K and an R, mm -hmm. so it's like, like so it's unicorn. cute. It's like a cute like dude. I, I, you know, <laughs> and you have to you have to like you have to like really like be betting that you're gonna like make it out if you name your fucking company Unicorn as a startup in Silicon Valley. Yeah, like yeah, you gotta well, be a real dick. Yeah, you gotta be like really like oh that's we're, so we're, fucking we're arrogant. Yeah. Um, so they're an esports betting platform. They're going to make their own currency. They, again, this is another thing. Like, why well, not use Bitcoin? Well, they have a currency called uh, like unicorn unicoins. And what do you, you like buy it with your credit card or something like that right now? And it's and it's pretty much like used to make bets on their platform. And I'm guessing that you can't withdraw it as it is, obviously, because they're it's, they're just using well. This will put this will put Augur <laughs> out of business. Yeah, but like. With a with a token, you're going to probably be able to do that now. So, like, if you want to hold your uh, tokens uh, to 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 bet on their platform, you could you could withdraw them now as 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 the tokens. This is gonna get weird. This is just like an invitation for them to like yeah. accidentally. So, I, exit so scam. I have a question for Jason. So, but it's just, but, but, but for a guy who owns sports uh, teams, unicorn that like like existing startups to get into the ICO space. Yeah. Right. If like, like that's Uber. there's more and more like doing that. Like I would like I would like weird, uh, what what would happen if Uber did an ICO? SoundCloud should do an ICO. What's that? SoundCloud should do an ICO. Yeah. Or yeah. But so, okay, so Dante's got you got a question for No, Jason, I was gonna ask. I mean for a guy who owns sports teams, I mean is there any kind of a Jason owns sports teams? No Cuban. I do oh. You know, <laughs> so I mean, doing a kind of a gambling sort of an ICO, is there not any kind of a conflict? I would think that'd be up to the league. Well, no, see, for for years and years and years, uh, like Las Vegas has not been able to have a professional sports team because they were worried about the uh, potential influence or manipulation of the gambling referees. on professional sports, right? Yeah. And we, we already know that, you know, several referees have had gambling problems or and, and several players have thrown games. I mean, this goes all the way back to the Chicago Black Sox, right? That, that gambling and sports betting Pete, and... Pete and, Rose, is that... John, uh, John, yeah, Pete, Pete Rose. Pete, Pete, Pete was involved in that, yeah. You know, and, and there's a lot of people that think Pete should be, should be let in. And I say, fuck Pete. Pete cheated. Pete betrayed trust. And uh, he broke the social contract, and but Pete can run hell. Sports, he didn't own a sports team. So, no, but he but, was but, but he was managing the team. Yeah. he was fucking managing the team. No, no, he okay. was he was playing, and, and that's wrong. Wasn't he playing? He's playing. Wasn't he playing? I think he was. Uh, playing. Th there was I think he he was play well. That was during playing and management, wasn't it? I might have it wrong. It doesn't matter. He was in the fucking league, and he was betting on the results of his own game. He's he's ugly as fuck. Let, let's at least fuck you, right? Yeah. I mean, and so, so if we're if we're getting to the point to where, at you least have, he was, at least he was betting that they were going to win. 
this is what well, this is what we have a, what's called a conflict of interest okay it's yeah, a it's a I, conflict of interest what, yeah, right. and, and 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 whenever you've got the potential to have the interest of one entity against another and you're the person in between it's a conflict of interest so, and you can't do both is right. is really what what the rules say at that point so if right. you're doing esports and, yeah. and you own sports teams, is that not a conflict of interest? Well, it it depends, right? I mean, if you're talking about uh, is is it Cuban that's doing esports? I thought he was very involved. Someone's buying esports. Is, is Unicorn Unicorn does esports betting? I don't think that Cuban owns esports teams though. No, he owns well, he owns the. Um, Okay. Yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. He owns yeah. the Mavericks. No, but like what what I learned about the baseball uh, team. See how much like, I know about you, sports. Yeah. Well, some of these sports teams do actually own some of the esports e teams. Interesting. Um, same ownership companies, and uh, there's some of these uh, purchases and acquisitions that, yeah. have been happening in the last like six months. Also, Unicorn, the startup, has been acquiring other platforms that are doing the same thing. Ah, so um, esports e are amazing. It's amazing to me. Watching the like rise of this, oh, like all these kids playing like video games, and they're kids, like, Shut that dog, you can't forget about the anything. <laughs> and then the kids, like, Fuck you, mom, I'm gonna make this a sport, never gonna happen. Now they, you know, fill arenas. Video games aren't gonna get me anywhere <laughs> in life, and like these kids, uh, yeah, like, but now, now, now you wish you'd played more, yeah, no, I, wish <laughs> more, yeah. <laughs> I wish you had too because all you got now is like a good body, yeah, but you could have had a million dollars instead, I, yeah. <laughs> And just have done a playing video games all fucking day. So I, I was yeah. with a bunch of guys that were like really into sports, and they had this uh, uh, football pool for the Super Bowl, okay, or, or for the whole season yeah. is what it was. And I was the only one who didn't come in and watch all the games every week. They would watch and all I, the teams. Can I can I bet what happened? I bet that you got two, into the pool and you won two years in a row. Yeah. Like first place. That sounds like my my uh, fantasy football league every yeah, year. You know why? Me or or my other two friends I, who know nothing about football win against like eight other any, like jocks. I didn't give any fucks, and I would look to, at the stats it, yeah. and I would say, I, "Well, I don't. I, I, I don't. I, why, it, I think that it was a roll of the dice, and you just happened maybe, to win twice." Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they knew a lot more about it than you, so like you got it. You no, got it. But I didn't chunk have, it up. Yeah, but I was like dispassionate about it. You know, some of these people would say, "No, this team's going to win because I like them." I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, so. but they probably really thought so this team's going to win because I know more about this than you. And like, no, I, I looked I, at the, the odds are not like as good as you think they are. I mean, I mean, I looked at all the stats. I had it, everybody had the stats available. The only difference <laughs> that in my case was I wasn't going to bet against my better judgment you know with the stats because I was somehow uh, swayed by my emotion of oh following a particular team sure. I didn't care about any of the teams so I think that's what gave me an edge well I, I will tell you that every year when March Madness comes around I fill out a bracket and every year my bracket does decently well because I take the first place team <laughs> and I take the second place team and I meet them in the middle and I battle them against each other, and I make the first place team win, and I do that with every single uh, tree on my bracket. So it's like one, two. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, which and actually, and which it actually does, it, it does all right. It does fine. Yeah. Um, but it, well, it, well, well, it certainly taking, doesn't do badly. You take the information you do have, and you're just you know using it. Right. Well, Josh was the most entertaining basketball player I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> all right, with the remember that with the with the empty so, uh, empty beer glass. 
at, at a meetup, he would. Th- so the, we're at a meetup, and there was like a whole bunch of people. There was like t- the, the, what, what is that Tuesday or Thursday Thursdays, thing? Yeah. And they were yeah, and, and they were all going crazy over the basketball game. And every time they were they're watching the TVs, and they're like yeah. You know, they would go wild. Oh, and it was annoying yeah. because we're trying to have a conversation. We didn't give any shits about what was on the TV screens. And so Josh started to do his, like, Who's little Josh? dribbling. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that guy. <laughs> Junseth? <laughs> Junseth, yeah. yeah. He was doing... So I, was, I was throwing coasters in the cups, and yeah, everyone yeah. was, like, you know, screaming But then you would well, scream, and yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so the... The are we at are we at the the, the Bitcoin store stuff or the esports betting? So like, um, sorry, Jason, you you had something you wanted to say. Well, it, the the thing about Cuban uh, is a couple of years ago at the Austin at the Texas Bitcoin Conference uh, in Austin, Texas, uh, the same the same year that Shapeshift was launched. Uh, Mark Cuban happened to be staying at uh, the new hotel that was just a couple blocks away. And, and I, I know for a fact he was asked what he thought about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Oh, and I remember and Mark, Cuban, Mark Cuban basically said, fuck Bitcoin. Um, I'll never touch it. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Go right. away. Right. I mean, he didn't, so he's he making, didn't say he's those making words exactly. On, he's making good on that promise. He, he didn't say those words exactly. I'm not quoting, but that was, that was the gist of it, right? Uh, and how much of that was, please leave me alone. I'm a private person. I'm in the middle of a hotel. Right. I really don't want to deal with, with you uh, or not. It, it seems after about two years, uh, Mr. Mr. Cuban um, has decided that uh, apparently, uh, in his quote, at least to Cointelegraph, is that high risk, high reward can apply in certain circumstances, uh, and especially when it's his idea, then it's okay if it's his idea to invest in something. So um, I'm not going to say to to anybody that comes to the Bitcoin world, uh, you know, dude, you're you're a douche. Why why were you hating on us? And now you're here. You know, welcome. We'll say welcome, right? Here's 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 another weird... And and then after saying welcome... I'll ask him whether or not he's read the white paper. Right. And, you know, right. that's... But yeah. he didn't come to Bitcoin. Well, he's, he's, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, y- yeah. He's, yeah. There's, there's a lot of, I think he's got, he's got this weird thing to compete with. He has, like, Mark Cuban is a man with heroes, right? And I don't know uh, what he thinks of, like, Peter Thiel or what he thinks of, like, Elon Musk. But there's, like, <laughs> Peter Thiel gave that fucking award to Vitalik. If you remember that? Gave, like, no, the, I missed that. He, he gave oh, it yeah. like he gave Vitalik like the smartest child uh, award, whatever it's called. Like smartest he's got some like, year old. So, like yeah, young young child, uh, great great award for Prodigy. like leaving your parents and not going to college. Congratulations for dropping out of college award. Um, and and like now there's discussions yeah, that well, somehow well yeah. somehow Elon Musk is thinking of incorporating the Ethereum blockchain into Tesla's music service. Why? You see this? No one fucking knows. I mean, the only answer I can come up with is that Peter Thiel thinks that Vitalik's a genius. So therefore, like Elon Musk and his other friends are going to like think about this too. I have no idea if that's true, but I could completely see that being the case. That like, well, because Peter did this, like Elon's doing it too, you know. And then and then you have this problem with like these billionaires doing it. So like, what's Mark what's Mark Cuban going to do? He's going to do it too. They're just following each other. <sighs> yeah. So I don't know. Um, on to this, uh, we already, well, we already talked about the, uh, the SEC Bitcoin store thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like these, these, 
these ICOs are absolutely absurd, and I cannot believe, it. like, if it's true that Mark Cuban gets in, my head will explode. Literally. You want to kill me? That's how you do it. Get him in. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's too late. He's in. He's in. And I, I'm and not going to live much longer than that's it. Mark Cuban, you killed me. Good job. Thanks. So, God damn it, Cuban. <laughs> the, you, and your, the, you and your... Right. He caused... He 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 had a big effect on the dot com bus, right? Even though I don't and remember then, that. And then he killed Junseth. And then he killed the Junseth. <laughs> <laughs> was it He only killed one Junseth. Thank God. Um, so, th- in in other Bitcoin news, oh, uh, this, so now, now now we can actually get to the Bitcoin yeah, section. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, like uh, welcome. <laughs> in, in the stuff that we actually kind of care about. Um, so Alpha Bay's down at yeah. the moment. Uh, where, where are you going to get your modafinil, bro? Uh, we're oh. gonna get your pamp, <laughs> your pamp and juice. My pamp and juice. I got, I got to pump. I need, I need the stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get your roids. I don't know. Your, your pectorals. Um, but yeah, they went, they went down this week, and they're still down, and they're. Everyone kind of thinks this is the last of them. I think. Everyone's That's, not. Yeah, it's like, kind of like most people, other times that they've been down. Other people have been like, well, they're coming back. They're coming back. But this feels a little different. Yeah, so the people are assuring them it's just maintenance, but everyone is everybody is like not thinking that's what's going on. They're preparing for the worst. Right. What I think is really funny about this whole thing is that like like other sites are like we're gonna be down on like January third for maintenance. Alpha Bay doesn't do that. They're just like maintenance time (laughs) go gone. And they're like, what what the fuck happened? Well, could you imagine being a fucking like major drug dealer and you like all the like it just happens? Like yeah, that, like you don't like, like oh, well, I, uh, <laughs> uh, you, what, what's funny is that who gives a fuck? Like, like what, what are they gonna have? Like customer service complaints? Like no one can ask well, them questions. Right. Like, what, what, like, what, like open a Zendesk ticket. Like, I, what the fuck? Like, it, you, well, I'll get you your coke when I get you your coke. Yeah. Well, but like I, I would almost want to like look at like um, average like violent. Uh, like drug crimes. Oh, like, right. And, and those goes times, up, like yeah. whenever Alpha Bay goes down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you see a spike in New York. Yeah. Like this spike is correlated with Alpha Bay's closure. This spike is correlated. Yeah. yeah. They'd be really funny, actually. They'll just tell their suppliers, you know, hey, look, it's not my fault. Look, the Alpha Bay's down. Yeah, but I can't that, get that ain't going to stop people from shooting each other <laughs> yeah. over their cocaine. I know. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if like drug, uh, like drug induced crimes mm-hmm. go up. That would be, that would actually be pretty interesting. I would, I'd be very curious about that. Mm-hmm. Another ransomware attack. There was another one. Um, it was just it was like in uh, Ukraine or Russia. But, yeah. But I think like uh, it w- apparently it was a lot of a lot of infrastructure stuff was hit. Bring. Uh oh. Um, and I kind of just uh, I, I don't have the details necessarily, but it, it's just another one. Look, it, it, it's it's major and they're happening. You know, they keep happening. There's still a lot of like there, innovative so businesses. We, like we are still the, the evangelists are still out. They're still bringing in Bitcoiners. They're bringing in Bitcoiners. Um, this was this they're bringing was, in users. Yeah, Ukraine and Russia now. So like we had a South Korea, South Korea. South Korea was just like two weeks ago, right? For like a million. Um, so lot, South so Koreans. South a couple months ago, we brought in any Londoners who like it, most of Europe actually. Yeah, huge amounts of the world uh, got got their first exposure to Bitcoin, uh, and and now. Uh, so it looks like Ukraine and Russia. It's, so yeah. that's that's excellent. Like yeah. non-users becoming users. Um, now now to my favorite subject, Craig Wright shit is back. Craig Wright's back with a oh, fucking God vengeance. Damn it. Back. God well, damn you it. You always say that we always every year there's a new Satoshi. There, there is, but just, like you know what? He's, he's this year's Satoshi too. Yeah. He he's, uh, he's, he's kept the throne longer <laughs> than anybody. Yeah. He's, and he's like he, yeah. He's maybe a, maybe being Satoshi is like being president. Nobody nobody actually wants that job. You know. 
Did you see the conference, or, or, Jason? That or you he was be, speaking you, at? Or you just be crazy to want it? Right. Um, I I, will, I saw a little bit of the conference. I I didn't see uh, Craig Wright's uh, discussion. Um, I, I've had an interesting history uh, in and around Craig Wright. Uh, I've a- actually had uh, some folks come to me and ask me whether or not I would uh, file cl- uh, claims against Craig Wright in federal court to have him declared to be Satoshi Nakamoto. Really? I mean, there's just, there's just, oh yeah, there's, there's been some really weird shit. People have interesting motives. I mean, one guy uh, came to me and believed that his brother was killed by Craig Wright, uh, um, and that his brother may be Satoshi Nakamoto. I mean, it's just. There's some weird stuff around Craig, right? Well, uh, I mean, okay, okay. We're, what we're, to believe, what not to believe is crazy. We're going to take a break because I got some questions about that that I don't want to ask on air. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> I would like to welcome Tony Galipi and Brian Fabian Crane to the studio today. Hi, I'm Tony Galipi. Hey, I'm Brian Fabian Crane. Um, they've very kindly uh, decided to join me. And we're going to talk a little bit about Bitcoin scaling. So let's begin. Why aren't there any songs about scaling? And what's on the other side? Scaling's a buzzword and just an illusion. And Blockstream's got nothing to hide. So you've been told and you choose to believe that Well, you're from RBTC Someday we'll find it A scaling solution In the meantime, just do a hard fork for me Brian, they can't just do a hard fork Lickety-split like that who said that wishes would be heard and answered when wished on the morning star? All the stakeholders will fuck up a hard fork. Just look what they've done so far. What's amazing are transactions relaying and increasing difficulty. Someday we'll find it, a scaling solution upon which we all can agree. That sounds really amazing, like something we can all agree on. Kind of like how boobs are awesome. Got Tony of like a one-track mind. Uh, honestly, have you been half asleep? Or do you know Segwit? Barry's been lobbying my name. No, he hasn't. Is that a nice guy? The tweets about classic. Yeah, the classic Ethereum chain. I've heard Segwit 2x is shit, so ignore it. But it's too confusing for me. So many choices for scaling solutions. Yeah, there's Segwit, 
Side chains and lightning. La da dee da da dee da. La da dee da 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 da. <laughs> I harmonized. We're in the epicenter of Bitcoin, everybody. We're in the epicenter of Bitcoin. All right, so uh, that was interesting. I think. Uh, uh, you 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 suggested we like announce a new ICO. Well, we, we decided we we're going to do an ICO. <laughs> um, and basically, if you uh, contribute to an ICO, uh, you will have the ability to to find out what, what great juicy secret information Jason shared with us. Yes, exactly. You okay um, with that, so Jason? So that's I what didn't. Our, that's I, what didn't our I didn't share. Doesn't matter. Any information you're not our you're not our lawyer at all. We are your lawyer. <laughs> I didn't share. Any you have a fiduciary duty to us to allow us to share the information you gave us in that break, uh, because that would be uh, best for the yeah, show. Yeah, no. All right. No. Um, no, but <laughs> anyhow. Uh, so yeah, the well, so well, basically, so I mean, so Craig Wright was uh, he he resurfaced again in the form right. of him like going and ranting and raving. Right, and, and it was it's one of the funniest things I've I've ever seen in my life. Uh, he oh, dude, the video is unavailable. Oh, go to the next link. Uh, I, I, I found another uh, video. You, f- you found okay. What? What? Why would they make this one unavailable? That's hilarious. He, well, you know, if you saw him speaking, it's oh, pretty embarrassing and hilarious. I mean, the guy. You know, I mean, obviously he's a joke, but the fact that he's t- doing this speech and he's saying, "Oh, we have to get behind a centralized payment solution." I, I, I mean, decentralized, centralized. It was really pretty funny to, to, to actually watch this video. But are we going to have the I mean video like, in the I, notes? I, I don't know. Or like, what, or like, uh, I'll put the video in the notes. All right, what? so... But was there was there a particular moment where he was like ranting? Because there, there were some really funny uh, things. Know I think uh, it was like maybe... Well, the only part that I got in... I, I think we I got about the four genesis minutes in, of a three new minutes century. So Probably that's what that's then. about. This is I, I feel like you can pick any moment in this video and he's just he's like ranting. Yeah, I mean, the guy's a clown. He wears a rainbow. We wave. give away the security model. If 100% of everything mines Bitcoin and controls Bitcoin, that's a security model that is hard, that no government can take over, no company can take over, no one takes over. Bitcoin can <laughs> scale. Right now, what is it? Well, we can't do that. There's no limit on demand. Good. He, I don't want a limit on demand. He also like like threatens yeah. people the, that like there are say he's a fraud. He's so oh, salty. That's good. You got it. Very soon, people are going to discover that when you start lying and when you troll, that there are consequences. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there are consequences, so, right? Like, yeah. I, mean, that, what does I guess it know? he's gonna know. That, that's that's fucking. I mean, it's it's a little bit egregious to go around like acute like uh oh he's so salty people. Ooh. Just fuck. Well, I, I don't know. What, Jason, you you tell us what do you do in a court of law? All he has to do is provide cryptographic evidence that he is or is not Satoshi, but he won't do it. Um. So just, I, I'm not Craig Wright's lawyer, uh, but if I was, uh, I would tell him to shut the fuck up and stop saying that he was Satoshi. Because the second he does that, he subjects himself to regulatory, civil, and criminal uh, liability. I mean, it's just, he needs to just be quiet. That's all there is to it. I mean, the whole beauty of Bitcoin, right? The whole reason it can't be a security, while every other cryptocurrency has the opportunity of being a security, 
is that Bitcoin's creator and its governance, its operation is 100% anonymous without any form of management and control. Yeah, but was wasn't that wasn't that similar to Euro dollars? Period. I I don't care. We're talking. Weren't those securities? It, it, listen, you get. Craig Wright standing in front of a, someone and saying, I'm Satoshi Nakamoto. If I was a lawyer, I would knock him the fuck out no, and you're drag not. him off the stage. Yeah. And, and it was like, I'm sorry, he's he's off his medication, uh, you know. Well, okay, and, so, and so when, when how, yeah. long, how long before he's dethroned and we get a new Satoshi? I, don't know. I am Satoshi Nakamoto. You I can't. You I mean, yeah. I, I just feel like he's held it for so long that a new one's about to come it's, along. It's, I mean, so. it maybe, but he's like been king of the mountain for a while. What he's like, he, no one's going to out crazy him. Satoshi, not like the old Satoshi. Who, who, who did that song? I, I don't know. I don't Joe Tonged. It's usually Joe Tonged. No, it yeah. was like a new, the new Satoshi, not like the old Satoshi. You, you remember that? No, but I like was that. Was that like Droplister or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, I, I know what you're, you're, you're talking what about. What am I thinking about? You're talking about like uh, Droplister doing the campaign for XCP. He was doing his campaign, and he had oh. that like guy who was like from Fiverr. Oh, that was the new Satoshi, not yeah, yeah. the old Satoshi. Yeah. So that's that that sticks in my head that he's famous. He's really. in your head. He's like a famous guy. <laughs> the, no, the no, guy no, no. But I mean, no, no. I'm talking about Droplister. I mean, the shit that he. Because well, Droplister is famous. Droplister is the best. So anyhow, so like, when are we gonna get like? I, I, honestly, like, I, I'm, I'm, I think we're due. I think we're due for a new one. I, I, I miss Dorian. Mm. Dor Dorian was the sweetest Satoshi, but he like got out crazy by Craig. Oh yeah. So that's the thing. Like, it might be that you need to be just nuts. Yeah. Dorian was. It was thrust upon him. You know, um, that guy like Twain's. Listen, I, I've think, I've yeah. had my suspicions for a while, John oh. Seth. I have. But, don't don't but you dare! To... Don't you fucking dare! Listen, did he say? Did he we we all know it. Oh, fuck. Julian, thank God. Julian is Satoshi Nakamoto. J Julian of Block Freight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you uh, can tell by his uh, accent. Okay, so I, I actually I wrote a book this week and I released it on Amazon. I'm very proud to say it. Um, I uh, I wrote I wrote the book Chuck Tingle and the Bitcoin in His Butt. Oh God damn it! It's a it's gay it's a gay erotica novel. Um, and <laughs> I write gay erotica about other things. Uh, and I decided to finally write about Bitcoin. And this is what I came up with: Chuck Tingle and the Bitcoin in His Butt. Notice it's not a blockchain because it's harder it's hard to fit up there. <laughs> that's that's a nuanced point that you really you, you really just not any uh, gay erotica author would have known. So, um, what what's this? Do you know anything about this? What's the story on this like Chuck Tingle so and the Bitcoin was, and his butt story? Chuck, Chuck Tingle is just some guy on Twitter who also writes these gay erotic novels, yeah. and uh, he just created a new one called "Is a Bitcoin in My Butt," and it's handsome, <laughs> and it's handsome, well, and he he is handsome. Um, but essentially, uh, so so basically, uh, the story is. That did did you read it? No, I didn't read it. We should really I read the summary. I, I think we, we should, should do the audio book for this. I feel like, like, like can we do it? Like novel? we'll release it on Jun Seth's World. And like but but he's selling it for like a couple dollars on on Kindle. I would love to do these books. They're all like they're like like. And then I grabbed his penis, his thick member, and I put the Bitcoin deep in his prison wallet <laughs> it says that now jort and his handsome bitcoin limbo are discovering that the value of each other's buttholes are skyrocketing <laughs> and the best transaction moving forward is hardcore and pounding oh i love it That's <laughs> <laughs> see oh, the, the the thing here is if it if it's if it's on you know like 
uh, Amazon Kindle. This this is this he missed he missed the opportunity to actually list it on like Exotica. Reddit. Oh, Audible. Right. Or yeah, some... put it there. I'm I'm, tell... I'm gonna do the audio book or... for this thing. I, I will tell him tomorrow or... that I would like to do this. Yeah. <laughs> The, the point is, if you're going to write a book about Bitcoin being in someone's butt, you have to list it on Backpage or, you know, that's your distribution market, not Amazon, right? Because you're, you're, you're just a fucking sellout. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm right? not, I'm not going to debate you on the merits of how one distributes their gay erotica, but I will say, Jason, that if, that if you're right, it is weird that you know so much about the distribution model of books. Uh, of what, gay I'm, what I'm talking I'm about say. Maybe, is, maybe it's because you're a lawyer. What I'm talking about is if you were if you were going to write a book about the Bitcoin world, you have to you have to launch it in the Bitcoin world. Otherwise, you're you're just you're instantly exposed. I, so as, suspect, as as a wannabe. I suspect you're right, but I don't think that this book really has anything to do with Bitcoin. But it says it does. I That's think, all I'm saying. Yeah, it's I think like I think what's going on here. I think what's going on here is this author probably has a book and does a search and replace with like what like like Whatever. his other his well, other book his other book spinner. is probably like I have a beanie baby in my butt and it's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should, um, you should Justin, that on Twitter. Uh, I'm just I'm just telling you that that beanie baby is handsome. Yeah, just, you, you really well, you, you know about me that I do have a beanie baby in my butt, and it is in fact handsome. I, I, I thought Jason was going to say I cannot confirm or deny. But there's a beanie baby in Justin's <laughs> butt. Yeah, well, I, I can. I can confirm it. There is a beanie baby in my butt, and his name is Tabasco the Bull. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think I remember that. This, one. this went. Everyone just got so wrong so fast. Yeah. Um, no. well, let's go, it's, it's let's bad go for to Tabasco. talk about Delaware. <laughs> so uh, our favorite, our favorite, uh, our favorite little fucking traders, uh, the creators of XCP, are in bed with the Delaware legal system. The yeah. de the Delaware Delaware. I can't even say the state's name. The Delaware, Delaware. government uh -huh. um, uh, to to make Bitcoin slash blockchain regulation. Yeah. And Marco Santori actually is their lawyer, I believe. So I think he is their lawyer. Yeah, this is great. So they're doing some regulatory thing. From from my own research, of, I have yeah. I have I believe that Marco is the one that made the introduction to them uh, to the Delaware. Mark, what a money munching Marco made the uh, <laughs> made the introduction to Delaware uh, to them. So th that 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 I think it looks to me like that's still going forward. This looks more promising than Honduras and Factum. Um, a little more promising than Reggie in Jamaica, but uh, not that promising. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think what the Delaware, I think what the Delaware law, uh, and I think it it passed. We can do a little Google search on this or not. Google but I think it. what it what it allowed was that um, uh, uh, investment vehicles and or accounting. Uh, can can be done within the blockchain. It's stock, not that uh, stock. It's not uh, that certificates. Yeah. I think it's yeah, what and and certain about. certain certain things can be. I don't I don't think it it's make I, the 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 point is that it's not legalizing uh, any type of Bitcoin security. It's just saying that some of the back office uh, functions that are normally regulated using traditional, you know, yeah. generally accepted accounting it's, principles, it, things like that, can be done with a blockchain instead. It sounded very so it, Patrick yeah. Byrne to me. When yeah, I, it's, it's, it's article, kind of... 
Yeah, it's kind of skirting around uh, the Bitcoin world and what people believe to be the Bitcoin world, but it's really focusing on the blockchain technology of Bitcoin and how it can how it can do the back end stuff. The technology behind Bitcoin. Yeah, that that they're saying that that's that that can be used. I I would like to invest Um, in technology behind blockchain. The JavaScript. Well, that that's been the the, whole that's been the whole focus for the last two years, right? Is the blockchain push? Yeah. Well, I I thought that was over, but I'm hearing it come back again now. Blockchain? Yeah, like like that Forbes article the other day. I, I sent you that article I wrote in response to the Forbes article. Um, which, oh, yeah, uh, your editorial? My editorial, uh, which I, I really hope yeah. they publish. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I can't it reads like it. a crazy person. It does, but I, I really hope they – that's why I wanted them <laughs> to publish it. That's why they might it. like it. I, no, I, I, I allege that, uh, that, that blockchain can be put in horse sperm. So that they can stop horse fraud, uh, which is a made-up <laughs> so problem, which I, I really would like. I just, so I, I think it would be, yeah. But like you know as well as I do, Jason, that that would be hilarious <laughs> if they like, if they publish that, because like fifty percent of America would be like, would, would start talking about how like horse fraud is a problem, <laughs> how, how blockchain <laughs> solves it by putting blockchain horse sperm. Wait, and like, did you and say like, horse the, sperm the, onto the blockchain or? No, 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 the other way around. The, the, the blockchain goes into the horse sperm. Yeah. Um, and like you know that oh, like that you know hurt. you know that like fifty percent of America would be talking about this problem it solves. And and like I, I know that if I did this, I would be in a debate at some point with somebody who would use it as an example and tell me that I know nothing about blockchain because I didn't know about its application for horse fraud. <laughs> so here's what I want you to do. Uh, at, I'm 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 not your attorney, but if I was, I would strongly advise you to uh, go out and register trademarks for equine jizz chain <laughs> or something along those lines. <laughs> just—that's <laughs> my idea. <laughs> I just like—I I like the idea of like a, a ridiculous idea being like proposed in something like Forbes. Them publishing it, no one having any idea what this thing is, and someone actually going to a venture capital firm and raising money for it. Like this—this uh, this is yeah. my dream. If if that actually happened, I would cream my blockchain ridden pants. <laughs> no, 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 no. Repeat after me. Equine jizz chain. Equine jizz there chain. Uh, my my pants would be ridden with equine jizz chain ridden jizz. Ah, so bad. It, it's bad, adver- but it's hilarious. On What's that? Bus stops. Yeah, I would advertise on bus stops. <laughs> no, Jason needs to. Jason, Jason, Jason. I think is a bus stop type lawyer. <laughs> I can see um, I, I can see your face on those things. Better call Jason. Yeah. Better call. Well, I was gonna say there, there's, like, there's a show about Jason's kind of law <laughs> on TV right now. Uh, anyway, oh I'm I'm gonna God. buy this gay yeah. erotica novel. I think it'll be the next book I read. I'm in the middle of reading uh, one country under one uh, one country under gold. I think it's called. Um, which is so, sort of uh, like the prize of gold, and I think that the next thing oh, I'll do is read, of gold. Is, is read is read a highbrow novel like. Uh, Bitcoin in my butt. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call it you know, so, uh, subtitle. I, I don't know if you if you know this or not, but I actually used to do some voiceover work back in the fuck. mid to late nineties. <laughs> I did. I did some voiceover work. I did voiceover and... work, and I'm Jason. Uh, no, 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 no. And, and the, yeah, I was working for a, a small custom software developer for uh, Lucent Technologies, and we were doing a lot of voice to. Uh, Lucent, database integration. Lucent Technologies is that is that the publishing company for There's a Bitcoin in my butt? Are you name dropping? Are you name dropping? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read. I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to do the. I'm going to do the audio book of uh, Bitcoin in my butt as as Jason as Jason Seibert the the, the voiceover artist. <laughs> so 
So um, I was a project manager. I was a, I was a programmer. I was a, a engineer and, and all of these things. But part of the job was after it got installed, you know, and we were doing some complex stuff, but it also included uh, voice automation menu systems oh, that wow. were built into it. Yeah. So, so, you know, like uh, one of the, one of the database uh, programs, integrated programs that we designed was the uh, voice integrated database automated system for books on tape. Nice. So, you know, you, you'd, you'd call in and you could order your book uh, through, and this is back in the mid nineties, we were doing voice to text integration through that. Right? And that was very early on in the whole, you know, audio menu type system world. So what, what they, what the customers were supposed to do is they were supposed to have their own people that recorded, you know, their, their menu systems. Right. But nine times out of 10, they, they didn't have them ready to go while I was there doing the programming or to assign the audio files to, to the database entries. And so I would have to do them myself. Press one now. Oh, no, no, no. It got better. No. Um, uh, it, it, if you would like would, to they buy, also there's wanna... a Bitcoin yeah. in my butt, please right, say, right, right. I would like to buy a Bitcoin in my butt. File 69. Right. But... But it got better because they, it would need to be in multiple languages. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you you would always have somebody nearby that, that could write out the script in Spanish, but refuse to say it in Spanish or or these multiple <laughs> languages. So you so have to give I, it to an American because like he didn't give a fuck. Right. So they'd hand me this script, and, <laughs> and, and I'm sitting, Right. So it's, you know, thank you for calling. If you know your party's extension, please enter it now. Para en español, toque nueve ahora. You know, and so I was doing this, all this stuff, and I'm reading all these scripts in all these various languages. I have no idea what I was saying. Right. And and I think it would be absolutely hilarious if you did the English version of Bitcoin in his butt and had it translated into like Spanish well, and I then think, I yeah, read that's it. Actually, that's excellent. I think everyone right? needs to. But I have well, no idea what I was saying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and it, we could do Google right? Translate. Right. We could do. <laughs> we could just do that. We could do like, we could do the, we could do the Bitcoin in my butt and then we could do Google Translate and uh, have you read it in the French and the Spanish. Right. Or, or in, in any language. Uh, I had to do this in, uh, in New York once because we did the victim's witness hotline for the five <laughs> boroughs in New York. And there were like 37 different languages. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I, it was, so I, I'm volunteering for science to read Bitcoin in his butt in any language you right. put in front this of me. That's what, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. It's part of the pro bono work. So in providing, you know, how many, for, you know, services for the people. I'm many, here for the people. How many countries have now? Like uh, moving on. Like we've there's been a number of countries, like Japan being the first, that have like, like articulated some way in which Bitcoin is now a legal thing. So. Is Korea, like South oh, Korea, moving to do this? Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? There was some article that saying that they're planning to. But but as with all things, like right, that doesn't mean shit. Like, like there's an article about it. Well, oh, okay. I see a lot of people like point out this shit, but I look at it and go, well, it's like not that interesting. I just right. We, we, we know like, the news. Like like, like it doesn't like, mean anything. Like this is like, like we we see the news all the time. Yeah. And it's all like most of it is uh, fake news. Mm. Anyway, so. So here, here, here's here's what you may or may not know. Um, fraud in know South much. Korea, right? Fr fraud in South Korea is like a national sport. Okay, that's like all so, Asian so when it countries. Comes, 
So, so when it comes to the the Bitcoin culture, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, some guy got hacked, and the response is, is isn't to say, well, let's find out who did it and let's return your property. That's a terrible thing. The response in the Bitcoin community is, well, you you shouldn't have left your fucking password open, you jackass. Yeah. Right. It's your fault you got hacked. Right. Yeah. That's South Korea. Right. You got scammed. It's your fault you got scammed. You dumbass. You're so racist. Right. So. So the, the, I mean, I've been involved in a couple of different things with with a, a couple, couple of companies that I've, I've uh, that I've sued. Right. Uh, that that you know when when I was trying to explain to the judge or, or trying to make the argument uh, to you know in my motions was like you know you know not only did this company who sold fraudulent securities to the state of Oregon and their pension fund not only did they defraud here, but but they they were found guilty of fraud in South Korea. In fact, they said it was one of the worst frauds perpetrated on their government. For, for you to get that award in South Korea is like, dude, you, you, just, you, you just discovered like gold for the first time. So, I, so what I'm, the point I'm making is that I think the Bitcoin culture in the South Korean really uh really fit i think they really fit i think uh i think bitcoin will excel there i think they'll embrace it and i think regulation will be minimal you know and um i think it'll be allowed to flourish there good I mean, does that make sense well yeah you're saying that they have an industry that is optimal for the use of bitcoin <laughs> uh, in its current environment yeah right I perfect do. yeah and, yeah. and and I think one of the things that we've been neglecting talking a lot about is a segwit shit. Uh, Bitcoin's going to fork. Like, I think that's a lot of people are, like, really convinced of this at this point. Whether that's yeah. true or not, I, I don't know. What the effects of that are going to be, I'm not entirely sure. But it is it is certainly a risk. Um, and there's a lot of options on the table right now for implementation of segwit. So I know this is a little bit uh, disjointed from the last topic, but, like, I we should probably at least discuss this. We've been on we've been on air now for I think seventeen hours straight. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, we're doing like a, yeah. what is it? What is it? The Jerry, the Jerry, the Jerry Lewis uh, MS Foundation mm -hmm. drive pledge drive. Now that's how I feel. Actually, about uh, three hours 20, 22 minutes yeah. and three seconds. Yeah, so that's, yeah. yeah three yeah, hours twenty two minutes so, four seconds. Yeah, my shorts are on the highway. Fucking fucking forever. So uh, we should we should get to the Segwit two X, and then we have a bunch of stuff that we want to talk about on finance, economics, miscellaneous stuff. That I don't think most of it is like time sensitive, right? No, we can do it. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll save time. that stuff for next week, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and we'll wrap this up, because so. you know I fucking I'm tired, you know, like I got like shit to do and like I have to masturbate still, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm not like you know whatever. So let's also like Luke Dash Junior. Before I came, what did you do? Did you? Yeah, that's a good thing to do if you want to be rational. Mm -hmm. So Luke Dash Junior uh, has a lot. He likes Segwit Two X. Mm -hmm. He's been like promoting this. No. No? No. I thought that he was all over it, and Greg Maxwell was like, fuck you, Luke. He, Shut the fuck he, up. He released a thing this week saying um, the Segwit 2X beta review and thoughts, and just talked about uh, like the faults in it. Luke's he, been... He's a UASF. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, that's right, UASF. He's, he's yeah. on the user-activated soft fork side. I think Luke is very... He's been more vocal about this issue than most other things, which is weird, because a year ago he was saying that half a megabyte would be even better. Yeah. Well, he's got a lot of vocal recently. Like he's, I, I, 
I feel like he's been more. Um, I think he, it's his he new finally set, got a Twitter set of teeth. Maybe it is his. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's more confident now. It's his new set of he's teeth. He's still like going out there, have a social media presence. He got no. He he made a Twitter account. He's been posting shit all he's the time. Been following people and he, unfollow- made, he blocked people. He blocked somebody. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. He's uh he's he's becoming an active user. Uh, he posted this stuff on Medium. I just don't see Luke posting articles on Medium. But it's just me. Right. Um, but uh. No, he. I mean, there's just, he's just going through some of the stuff um, that that seems kind of uh, like just fucked up that Segwit Two is proposes. Well, Segwit Two X seems like a big problem. Like, it, like there's a lot of people saying that this is essentially like a firing of the core devs, which I'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. why that would be the case. Well, it's basically saying that like they have a, um, a as part of it built in, it's going to hard fork. Yeah, if that was uh, the Silbert agreement, right? Yeah, but it's basically saying that it would hard fork after it. Um, like like uh, if if say what happens like it's gonna hard fork like regardless of how like the right they're gonna do that out. and then yeah. increase the block size yeah but that doesn't like fire the core devs does it like is that is that like what what is firing about that um I mean I I think I don't know what do you know what kind I, of research I, I, are you <laughs> I, I I imagine it's because the core devs uh, uh, think that that is not a good idea and wouldn't want to work on that project. Uh, or wouldn't want to be responsible for it at least. Like it, that, that seems that that you know it, it might have something with that. I, I I should look into that this week. But like to me, uh, the Segwit stuff, the Segwit stuff. I, I feel like everyone's taking sides. It 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 seems like a all these options seem very like tenuous and problematic to me. Like they all have these big risks, especially on this like big, big fucking financial system that we've developed. Mm-hmm. It 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 seems like all of them except the one which is like a large consensus type system where you get like 95% of the miners on board. Um, you know, it, it seems like that's really the only good and super tenable solution here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit weirded out. So sell your coins, all of them <laughs> go, go to the market, sell them all. Um, is that what you're doing, Jason? You selling them all? Uh, no. Well, there you go. He's a, he's a hodler long time. Uh, finally, the no, IRS. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm hodling my tezzies, actually. Oh, I'm short on everything else, but I'm hodling tezzies. Okay, all right, yeah, well, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um. Because because moon. Well, the, the moon's moon's where we all want to go. So. It's quite a long pause. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> Just like, yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to? Uh, I, I think yeah, like let's hit the politics stuff and yeah. then uh, let's wrap let's wrap this shit up. You know, we're t- t- today's a show of like lists. We're just kind of going I'm, through. I'm, I'm like, I feel like we're just kind of like list, list, list. Next thing, next thing, next thing. We're just like, you know, I just feel like so much fucking shit happened this week. Yeah. Um, I can't even keep up. I mean, you guys are you're you've got this like seventeen page. Outline. Um, I mean, God damn it, uh, Jason. Like, generally, they're not this long, but holy like, fuck. holy fuck, so much is happening. It's it, like it's hard to come to the church of Blurk and uh, and not right. like just right. I, I don't know fall right. asleep the, the, um, in the pew. Did you, did you lose him? Are you still there, Jason? Still no, there? no, no. I'm here. It just kind of broke up a little bit. That's all. Oh, you don't want to break up. What, what were you saying? No, um, I I can hear you fine. What what I was reading about, just to try to give an example of the difference in, in like how um, 
Korea treats fraud versus the U.S. government treats fraud. Remember the Target credit card thing that happened? Right. Yeah. When they, they all the uh, credit cards are right. Stolen. Yeah. The U.S. was like, "Oh, this is outrage. This is this is horseshit. This is everything else." Right. And Korea was like, "Ah, oh, who gives a fuck?" Right. Okay. G- give me one second, Jason. And I'm just holding for the longest time. All right, so I, I think that's uh, that's it for today. We're gonna I think we're gonna close up the show and uh, we'll be with you next week. Um, let's. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry to have it so abrupt, but it's just a little. It, it, it went super long, which I actually don't mind. Um, thank you so much for listening. I can't believe you got this far. At least ICOs are fun. You should have invested more time in those and less time in smelling our farts. In any case, I'm glad you felt bad enough for us retards to listen to the end. At least this wasn't the I'm Not Your Lawyer show, uh, which is officially <laughs> has been officially classified by the Oregon Bar as a pro bono shit show. Jason, tell them where they can listen to your crappy content. Uh, uh, hashtag I'm Not Your Lawyer on YouTube. That's right. the one way or uh, on Exotica Perfect. when I decide to do shitty content live. <laughs> and Dante, where do you exist on the internet? Florida Big Corner. All right. And Sean, where can they find you? They can find me as King David on Cam4. All right. If you want to talk to me, I'm Miami Bitcoin Guru on Twitter. I'm Junseth on Telegram. I'm Junseth when I'm fucking your mom. And with that, this is Junseth chunking up the deuce of the South. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. St. Catherine, pray for us. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Not only illusions and rainbows have nothing to hide So we've been told, some choose to believe it